This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday and February 1st is the date. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A suspect accused of stealing a car last week in New Jersey is now in custody after a carjacking and a police chase that happened on Monday night in Philadelphia. The suspect reportedly went to the dealership and asked to test drive the vehicle. That's when police say the suspect pointed a gun at the salesman and told him to get out of the car. The suspect was able to get away until he was spotted at about 8 p.m., Monday in the East Oak Lane section of Philadelphia. A police chase ensued and a police helicopter began tracking the Kia Sorento from the air. They say the driver would not pull over. Philadelphia police say the suspect rear-ended a Lexus in the area of Crescentville Road and Adams Avenue in Lawncrest. He then pulled the female driver out of the Lexus and drove away in her vehicle. Jeez. When the Lexus was going south on the 5700 block of Tabor Avenue, police say it hit another vehicle which was going north and then crashed into a parked car. Police say the suspect got out and started running on Brill Street. Officers chased him on foot and were able to apprehend him. No serious injuries were reported. The flight medic aboard an ill-fated helicopter that crashed in Drexel Hill told federal investigators that he and the flight nurse were pinned to the ceiling when a loud bang caused the chopper to barrel roll as it plummeted from the sky. Wow. The National Transportation Safety Board on Monday released a report that detailed the moments the Eurocopter EC-135 with four aboard fell from the sky in suburban Philadelphia while en route to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. The four-page report contains an onboard account from the flight medic and several witnesses on the ground. It details the track that the chopper took beginning around 1250 when the helicopter uh, was cruising at 3500 feet suddenly started to lose altitude. A witness described uh, in the report as an aviation enthusiast who was familiar with many helicopters flying to and from area hospitals told federal investigators that he spotted the helicopter in a nose down altitude far less than a thousand feet above the ground. The chopper came to a crashing crash landing on Vermont Road and Bloomfield Avenue near the Drexel Hill United Methodist Church. Miraculously, no one on the ground was injured and there was a limited property damage. The pilot later identified as 52-year-old Daniel Moore suffered broken ribs, broken vertebrae, and a cracked sternum. The infant patient who was being flown to CHOP along with the flight nurse and flight medic sustained no injuries. It's amazing also... Remember, that earned Delco 50 points. Yes, it did. In the Bi-County Cup. Right. And by the way, that footage, if if you see it's grainy, but the the security footage of the thing actually falling out of the sky. It's unbelievable. It's so wild, man. And they said, um, so the, the uh, flight medic and the flight nurse were, like, pinned to the to the ceiling, right. so I guess as it was falling. But they were somehow able to get to the baby because so, they were working yeah. on the baby at the time. And so uh, secure the baby and then get themselves in seats. And when they landed, they were in seatbelts. Yeah, wow. he- heroes, every one of them. May yeah. have saved their lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The federal prison system has been placed on a nationwide lockdown after two inmates were killed and two others were injured Monday during a gang altercation at a federal penitentiary in Texas. The incident happened at 11.30 a.m. Monday at the USP Beaumont, a federal prison in Beaumont, Texas. The altercation involved members of the violent MS-13 street gang. Two pe- uh, people familiar with the matter told the Associated Press. The attack is just the latest example of serious violence within the Federal Bureau of Prisons. The agency struggled through a multitude of crises in recent years, including widespread staffing shortages, serious employee misconduct, a series of escapes and deaths. The lockdown being instituted at the agency's more than 120 federal prisons across the 
the United States was prompted by fears of potential retaliation and concern violence could spread to other facilities. During a nationwide lockdown, inmates are kept in their cells most of the day and visiting is canceled. Because of a spike in coronavirus cases in federal prisons, social visits at nearly every facility has been canceled already. The use of nationwide lockdown is relatively rare. The Texas prison houses 1,372 male inmates. I was watching a uh, documentary about a prison, I forget where it was, in South America that has uh, a substantial MS-13 population. And they basically just let them run half the prison. Oh, my God. And if you are not good in the other part of the prison, they just put you in the MS-13 part of the prison. So uh, it's a crazy, it's literally like a John Carpenter movie where... Okay, you guys just do it, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Well, I've never heard of this nationwide lockdown. I mean, they say it's rare, but it has happened before. But, I mean, all of the federal prisons are on lockdown right now. Never heard of that. Yeah. And they were, the big dance was this Friday. Oh, man. (laughs) Timing. It's terrible timing. This morning. I lost my spot. Oh, no. <laughs> the Sixers beat the Memphis Grizzlies win hey, 121 yeah, yeah, yeah. to 119. In overtime last night at the center, Tyrese Maxey scored 33 points, including a driving layup with 26.4 seconds left in overtime that put the Sixers ahead for good. Tobias Harris added 31 points, and Andre Drummond added 16 points and 23 rebounds for the Sixers, who won their fifth game in a row and 15 in their last 18. They improved to 4-8 and eight without Joel, Joel Embiid, who sat out for rest. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night to host the Washington Wizards. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. The Flyers host the Winnipeg Jets at 7 p.m. in South Philly tonight. It's the last game before the All-Star break, and the Flyers will be off until Wednesday uh, the 9th. The Flyers and their former minor league affiliate, the Hershey Bears, announced the passing of Mike Mike, uh, Nic- Nikolic. Nikolic. Uh, Mike Nikolic. He was 87 years old. Nikolic is Hershey's all-time leader in games played with 972 and was the team leader in assists and points. As a fan favorite, he was affectionately known as the Big Bear, and his number eight is retired by the club. He is also an assistant coach in the NHL, helping the Flyers win back-to-back Stanley Cup championships in 1974 and 1975. Wow. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Uh, we're happy. Everyone has chosen to uh, join us today. Nick, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, And uh, listen, in in honor of the Sixers win last night, we have one of the people that was responsible for that. Tobias Harris is going to be on our show today. You know what he's coming on today for? Talk about cookies. What? I had a feeling, yeah. He's an ambassador for Crumble Cookies Uh in Wynwood, and we were talking about that yesterday. So... We're going to have him on to talk cookies today. I'm sure we'll throw in some Sixers questions. Yeah, yeah, we might as well throw a few in. Uh, But yeah, he had 31 points last night, and that's awesome. So uh, he will be joining us around 9.30 this morning. We're also going to have another awesome individual, and his name is Nims Persia. He is a Nepalese mountaineer, and he has broken the record for climbing the 14 highest peaks in the shortest amount of time. There's a documentary, documentary on Netflix called 14 Peaks, Nothing is Impossible. It's out there now, 
And you can see that uh, if you want to take a sneak peek before we have him on uh, round nine. You got plenty of time to do that. I watched it last night. It and is a mind blower. It's unbelievable what they do. Yeah. So uh, we will talk to him and our friends from uh, Primos are talking about this morning. And that means we'll have some giveaways in conjunction with them. So a good day in store today, friends. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report is up when we return. And something to give to you with a stupid question, too. Stay there. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question this morning, $150 Fogo to Show gift card. Today is February 1st. It is the first day of Black History Month. And every year, our buddy Craig Legon sends me over a stack of really good questions concerning Black History Month. So, I will sprinkle them in throughout the month. And we'll begin with this one. It's pretty straight ahead, interesting, uh, stupid question. In 1944, Marguerite Annie Johnson became the first black female cable car conductor in San Francisco. Later changed her name and became a best-selling author. What did she change her name to? Uh-huh. That's one that I did not know. 215-263-WMMR. So we're speaking of Marguerite Annie Johnson. She later changed her name, became a best-selling author. And what did she change her name to? Let's see if you know the answer. I'll mention birthdays. We got a bunch on February 1st. We'll begin with Michael C. Paul Dexter himself, yeah, also from Six Feet Under. He is celebrating his 51st birthday today. So Dexter New Blood uh, came out this year on Showtime. You liked uh, it, right? I did, because I thought, and I enjoyed Dexter. It just, you know, the way it, it really stumbled and fumbled the way to the end. Right. Uh, and I thought I, I enjoyed this past season. Cool. Yeah, cool. I, was, um, I was happy with how everything turned out. We also have the great Garrett Morris of Saturday Night Live, <laughs> one of the original Not right, Ready for Primetime players. Celebrating a birthday today. Didn't he play uh, Ant Man when they did the uh, the did. Avengers? When they, they did. A, yeah. the, they it was a superhero party, right? And he was Ant Man, and they were giving him a hard time about being Ant Man, and that's why he gets the cameo yeah. in the first Ant Man movie, sitting in the car, and Scott falls out of a window and lands on the top of his car and makes a dent in it, and he just kind of looks up. I remember going, "Oh my God, it's Garrett Morris!" Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. that was it. That was Garrett it. Morris. Yeah. I'm like, "Why?" Because of that, and it was yep. because of the yeah. Ant Man connection in in that sketch. You're right, uh, Belushi as the Hulk comes out after taking a giant. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Well, it's not supposed to smell like roses." Uh, he is 85 today. Lisa Marie Presley. Wow, Lisa Marie, daughter of Ellis, is 54 years old today. One time squeeze of uh, Michael Michael Jackson. Jackson. That's right. Remember that most uncomfortable kiss oh, you've ever yeah. seen in your oh, life? Yeah. Oh. The MTV Awards. <laughs> Cringe thinking about and it. He just... said it wouldn't last. Wow. Princess Stephanie of Monaco, uh, Grace Kelly and Prince Rainier's daughter is uh, 57. Uh, I remember kind of having a thing for her when she was young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's beautiful. I'd like to go to Monaco. Uh, Pauly Shore has his birthday today. He is 54 years old. We've had Pauly in the studio a couple of times. Wasn't he the one that posted when we were 
just became aware of the Louis Anderson uh, yes. stuff. You, you you saw a tweet of his. Yeah, that, that was the first hint, yeah. and it was like the day before. Right. It was the first hint of hearing that, that he was sick, and he was like, I just got to say my goodbyes. Right. And so Ugh. they knew it was really, really bad. So he must have, good, must have been good friends with him. Uh, Lauren Conrad, who was on uh, Laguna Beach. Yes. Uh, she is 36 today, and The Hills. Let us not Absolutely. forget that. I'm sorry. She's not the... Uh... Who's the chick that uh, dressing? Uh, not dressing Jane. That's your friend Kathy. Uh, the one with uh, Brittany. Who's that chick? Oh. Why am I thinking of uh, Lauren? You're thinking Con- of uh, Kristen Cavallari. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't Very know what you were asking. Yeah. yeah. So they they were actually combatants. They were. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, then you have Sherilyn Fenn, who was in uh, Twin Peaks, Boxing Helena, and just one of the guys. Ah, uh, yes. Of course. Uh, she she had that look in Twin Peaks that was retro that I I really dug, mm-hmm. uh, and they had her like looking like a Bobby Soxer, you know, at that time. And uh, yeah, just one of the guys. That's all you ever need. She pops up in things all the time. Does she? Yeah, she's yeah. Okay. I'm like so nice today. <laughs> yeah, she's 57 today. Uh, Billy Moomy. Yes. Lost in Space. We were just having a lengthy conversation with Pierre, Pierre at the end of the show yesterday about Lost in Space, and he appears in the new Lost in Space. Oh, he does. Yeah, okay, he has cool. a brief cameo. Uh, Babylon 5 as well. Yes. Uh, he is uh, 68 today. <laughs> the, the nerd's paradise. It's Joy Philbin's birthday. Oh, Joy Philbin. Yes. The, she is the uh, the widow of Regis Philbin. Sweet, I miss you awful bad, but, uh, but uh, you know, enjoy your time on Earth. Um, and she would, I guess she would jump in and substitute when... Uh, yeah, quite often. Uh, on uh, yeah. Live with we Regis. We had a good chemistry. She would well imagine because we've been married so many years. Yeah. Joy would come on and she'd be uh, quite the uh, raconteur and have a whole bunch of stories to tell. Always a delight. The audience seemed to respond well to Preston, you know. Uh, thank you, Regis. <laughs> it's great to hear from you, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and you, you notice I don't us. have the echo because I don't want to push the effect that when I talk soft like this, it comes of screws things up. I gotcha. Uh, That's the part of Regis you never because Regis you always go, ah! yeah. but there was a part that was would get down very low. Hey Regis, was uh, was Joy hot? She was very hot, and uh, honestly, Nick as tight as a drum. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. No kidding. <laughs> there were times that uh, honestly, when we would get uh, amorous, there would be an audible pop. Oh <laughs> my god. Okay. I uh, mean, and if I used lube, it would sound like a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have said that. No, I'm glad you did. No, I'm, I'm glad. Listen, it doesn't matter now. No. You're gone. It's right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the benefits of being in the afterlife. Uh, she's 81 <laughs> today. Uh, the great Mike Campbell, guitarist for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, and he's also, I'm sure he's played with tons of people throughout the years. Oh, yeah. Well respected in his musicianship. Is he in uh, Fleetwood Mac still? He was. You don't think I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Reach. <laughs> That's right, he took over for Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah uh, he, to, uh, he and uh, Stevie Nicks were having some sort of brouhaha. Yeah. Right. I'm not really sure. Mike celebrates his 72nd. <laughs> Which is actually today. a microbrewery down there in Brooklyn. Brouhaha. Yeah, I did really? not know Joy that. Joy and wow. I used to like to go there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I love uh, I love Mike Campbell's uh, guitar solos. They're mainly melodic. They're not you know technically difficult, but they but they they get the job done. They do exactly what the music calls for, and that's uh, that's more difficult than it uh, than it sounds. Uh, he is seventy two years old today. You don't you don't have to be a star, baby, to be in my show. No, you don't, Reg. Uh, it's also Ronda Rousey's birthday today. Okay. Uh, mixed, mar- mixed martial arts. Uh, jaws of fart. Uh, yeah, mixed yeah. martial arts. She yeah. just uh, actually went back into the ring, Preston. I didn't know that. She had a big return. Wow. Yeah. At the, at the, at WWE? the WWE, yes. Okay. Uh, Rowdy... took on the reigning champ, and I think she's now the reigning champ. I'm not sure. <laughs> wait, wait. Rowdy Ronda Rousey? Rowdy Ronda Rousey. 
Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Wait, she is no, she's a champion again? Or uh, she... That's what I, I saw a commercial that seemed to indicate. I saw a commercial that seemed to indicate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. I follow her on Instagram. You know what she does oh. a lot of are uh, videos, like uh, like Twitch stuff. Like yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. video games. Uh, oh, yeah. She's a gamer, big time. So, so if I'm, am I wrong, Nick? No, or, no, no, you're yeah. right. She beat, you know who she beat? Charlotte Flair, who I believe is uh, Rick, related to... I have no some Ric Flair news way. coming up. Oh, my God, that would be awesome. Uh, Ric Flair news coming up. I was at uh, WrestleMania 38. Oh, okay, hang on a second. As, because your next birthday, I was I was gathering some music for your next birthday. Okay. So I didn't hear what you said, Reg. Right. I thought you, you were thought saying... You thought I said a dead wrestler named Roddy Roddy Piper. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking about UFC and I, that she had walked into the ring no. for UFC. No, 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 I no, no, no. Okay. Okay. It's, a, it's an easy mistake. All right, and then last birthday, by the way, Ronda Rousey's 35. Last birthday is Harry Styles uh, celebrates his 28th birthday today and has been known... To pop up in Delaware from time to time. Mm-hmm. He's actually also over in um, Bryn Mawr in that area. Apparently he has oh, yeah. friends who are over there. He's been spotted. Whoa. You know, our friend Huey, the photographer. Yeah. Uh, he says that uh, he is seen in and around that area rather uh, frequently. And, Preston, he is now possibly in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, you didn't watch Eternals yet? Uh, no, I haven't seen Eternals. I, okay. You know, I need to watch that All this right. week. I'll make yes. sure that yeah. I do that. Delaware, does he go to the Delaware beaches? Is that where he's going? He, he's going really to the Hobart Cafe. Yeah, he's oh, been seen Wawa, spotted in Wawa. Right. Yes, that's yeah, right. I so, remember that. Uh, anyhow, and word is he's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, 28 he years old. He is. He's a, he's a sweet fellow. Oh, sweet thanks, Rich. Thanks, Rich. Ronda, or Harry. Ronda Rowdy Stylist. Right. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. In 19. 44, Marguerite Annie Johnson became the first black female cable car conductor in San Francisco, later changed her name and became a best-selling author. Whom are we speaking of? I will go to Jim. Hey, Jim, good morning. Good morning. Um, I think it's Maya Angelou. And you are correct. Hang on a second, James. Got yourself a $150 gift card to Fogo to show. And uh, you can try new favorites like their fire-roasted pachana or richly marbled ribeye as part of the full churrasco experience. And you can pair them with Fogo's extensive collection of South American wines. Make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. A lot of stuff to get to. Let's dive right into this. Following former Miss USA Chelsea Christ's death on Sunday, an essay that she wrote for Allure magazine in March of uh, last year was unearthed. Shining a light on her inner world, Chris talked about uh, the pressure that she's experienced around achievement. Now, she earned her MBA and law degree simultaneously at Wake Forest University. That's pretty amazing. Before becoming Miss USA in 2019, later correspondent for Extra. Of her time at Wake Forest, she wrote, I joined a trial team at school and won a national championship. I competed in moot court, won essay competitions, and earned local, regional, and national executive board positions. I nearly worked myself to death, literally, until an eight-day stint in a local hospital sparked the development of a new perspective. Perspective, she added, uh, and said, I discovered that the world's most important question, especially when asked repeatedly and answered frankly, is why? Why earn more achievements just to collect another win? Why pursue another plaque or medal or line item on my resume if it's for vanity's sake rather than out of passion? Why work so hard to capture the dreams I've been taught by society to want when I continue to only find emptiness? Uh, she had some real, real issues. Yeah, she was really lost. I, I they, they were reading another quote of hers 
I think yesterday it might have been on, on Extra, and it was uh, she, with all those achievements that you just rattled off, she felt that she was insignificant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, listen, it's it's hard to feel satisfied. Yes. You know what I mean? For whatever reason, you may be searching for something and not able to find it. Authorities believe uh, Chris jumped to her death on Sunday from the 60-story building in which she lived. She left behind a note stating she wanted to leave everything to her mother, who, like Chris, was a form, also formerly Miss North Carolina. On Instagram on Sunday, uh, just hours before her death, she had posted a photo of herself with a caption that said, May this day bring you rest and peace. So that is sad news. Uh, the View took an unexpected turn yesterday when co-host Whoopi Goldberg said that the Holocaust was not about race. Uh, during a segment in which they covered a Tennessee school district's decision to ban the Pulitzer Prize-winning graphic novel Mouse about a Holocaust survivor, Goldberg commented, The Holocaust isn't about race. No, it's not about race. It's about man's inhumanity to man. Uh, co-host Anna Navarro quickly responded, well, it's about white supremacy. That's what's that's what it's about. It's going after the Jews and gypsies. Goldberg replied, but th- these are two groups of white people, and you're missing the point. The minute that you turn it into race, it goes down the alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white because black, white, Jews, Italians, everybody eats each other, she said. She later issued an apology. Many people were, you know, there was some backlash from that. And she tweeted in part, on today's show, I said the Holocaust was not about race, uh, but about man's humanity, inhumanity to man. And I should have said it's about both. And I'm sorry for the hurt that I've caused. And there's a little bit more in the statement, but that's the gist of it. Did you ever read the uh, graphic novel, Mouse? No, I did. It's amazing. It's M A U S. Yes. It's amazing. Okay. It is an unbelievable. I remember I read it years ago, and uh, it's it's just brilliant. But it takes mice and. Tells the the rise of Nazism, and it's right. a true story. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. So they they, they used this, this cartoon, but it's a, a first person account, yeah. and uh, it was it was banned, I guess, last week or the week before by one school district. And uh, right after its banning, it shot up to like number one yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, so definitely. yeah, you can get it. Okay. All right, a lawyer for Bill Cosby asked the U.S. Supreme Court on Monday to reject a bid by prosecutors to revive his criminal sex assault case. The 84-year-old actor and comedian has been free since June when a Pennsylvania appeals I'm court, free uh, to over, do what I want. Uh, any old time. Any old time. Overturned. Stay <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he yells in the beginning of the uh, song? <laughs> don't, don't be afraid of Theo. Uh, when a Pennsylvania Court of Appeals overturned his... Com- don't be afraid of Theo. Conviction and released him from prison after... Theo! The- we're playing the Soup Dragons. Don't be afraid of your freedom. <laughs> I'm control. free to kick Theo's ass anytime I want. Zappa dappa doodle. I'm free to do what I want. And you're Don't be afraid of your Theo. <laughs> Uh, they overturned his conviction and released him from prison after nearly three years. The state's highest court. <laughs> Don't be afraid of Theo! <laughs> Sorry, I turned it down. You got a band name you're writing down there? No, no, no. Don't be afraid of Theo. <laughs> oh, that is a good band name. Yeah, Don't be afraid of Theo. Don't be afraid of Theo. Don't be afraid of Theo. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> that, that's like an album name. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid <laughs> of Theo. Okay. Now we have albums. <laughs> Come on, Kathy. I'm free to do what I want. 
with Benadryl. So the oh my uh, God, no the uh, the state's highest court found that Cosby believed that he had a non-prosecution agreement with former district attorney. Blah blah blah. You guys know that story. So anyhow, uh, Cosby's lawyer Jennifer uh, Bonjean <clears throat> said that. Um, the case rests on a narrow set of facts that should not interest the Supreme Court. She wrote, notwithstanding the Commonwealth's warning of imminent catastrophic consequences, the Cosby holding will likely be continued uh, to its own rare, if not entirely unique, set of circumstances, making review by this court particularly unjust. Legalese there. Yeah, so Montgomery County, Pennsylvania District Attorney Kevin Steele's attempt to revive the case is a long shot. U.S. Supreme Court accepts fewer than 1% of the petitions it receives. At least four justices on the nine-member court would have to agree to hear the case. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yes, legal scholars and victim advocates will be watching closely to see whether the Supreme Court uh, takes an interest in the case or not. So, all right, I mentioned there was some Ric Flair news. Rick and Rick Flair and Wendy Barlow have gotten a divorce. Oh! Uh, the pair met in the 1990s while both were at the WCW. Barley, Barlow was a valet named Fifi the Maid. <laughs> and uh, they started dating after Flair's fourth marriage ended in divorce. This is now his fifth. So they got engaged in 2016 and married two years later. This wasn't the one, the wife who was... Kind of beating up on him, right? Oh, I don't know. Remember that was an issue no, where I don't he remember that he had a uh, an abusive relationship where the wife was <clears throat> beating well, him. She's definitely younger than him. Yeah, uh, Barlow was by the two time WWE Hall of Famer side through his 2017 and 2019 medical issues, uh. and he credited his 61 uh, year old partner for his return to health. Oh wow, she's 61. Okay, uh, with this- how old is he? Uh, he's got to be in his late 70s, right, I would imagine. Right, I would assume. Uh, with this news, Nature Boy's uh, New Year's off to a rocky start. Uh, his 2021 featured uh, or uh, featured his release from the WWE controversy after Dark Side of the Ring revisited allegations of his sexual inappropriate behavior and continued uh, sniping with Becky Lynch over, quote, the man and her worked shoot huh? rivalry what with Rick's daughter Charlotte. I don't know what this means. Uh, I don't know what this means. So over what the, does it mean? Yeah. Uh, despite all that, he relaunched his podcast to some success and continues to get bookings for appearances and events as well. He's, does he still have his NPR show? He's 72 years old. <laughs> I don't think he has uh, an NPR these days. No. <laughs> yeah. All things. <laughs> That's the name of it. <laughs> all, all things. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nick Cannon confirmed on his uh, show on Monday that he is expecting his eighth child with model Brie Tessie. If you want to talk about completely conflicting emotions, loses a child. Clearly, she was pregnant when they lost that child, right? Had to be. Uh, well, the the well, no, the 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 child was born, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, was pregnant when the baby died. I'm right. not sure. Uh, this news comes following, the, yeah, maybe the death of now. No, this is... Another girlfriend? Hang on a second. So it's hard to keep track. It is. So he's got eight eight kids by 18 different people. This news comes following the death of Cannon's son, Zen, who passed away at only five months in December 2021. You remember how heart-wrenching that was. Yeah, to brain cancer, Cannon shared Zen with musical artist Alyssa Scott. There we go. Okay. On his talk show, Cannon said that he knew of uh, Tessie's pregnancy before Zen's death last month. 
Uh, so he said, so even going through all that, this was always in the back of my mind, like, what is the right time? How do I share this? No one. Uh, we didn't expect Sen to pass away, and all of the news was so unexpected, he said. So I don't know. That guy's he's got a lot going on. A lot going on with different ladies. Uh, Steve, you'll be the only one here who knows this gentleman, but uh, Tang Sudo Master Robert Wall, yes. who trained and acted alongside Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee in some of the greatest martial arts film of all, films of all time, has died. He was 82 years old. Uh, like, I knew this guy. He'd pop up in all sorts of martial arts films. He just looked like a badass. Uh, Wall was a ninth degree Tang Sudo black belt under Norris, who is credited with bringing the discipline to the West. The men trained together for many years and were business partners. In addition to being a martial arts master, Wall also played important roles in the silver screen. He appeared in 1972's Way of the Dragon and 1973's Enter the Dragon, both starring Bruce Lee. God, I remember when I saw Enter the Dragon uh, in the theater. It was a uh, person they were giving away Bruce Lee posters. Bruce Lee had passed away at this point in time, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, he was the main nemesis, or one of the main yeah. Bad guys in Enter the Dragon. He had a big scar down his face. And in that movie, and I remember seeing a uh, a documentary about that film in particular, and he was saying there was a scene where uh, uh, he and Bruce are fighting. He breaks a bottle. Yes. And he comes at Bruce, and he said, during the filming, Bruce goes, I want you to come at me as fast as you can. Yeah. And he did, and he cut Bruce when he did it. You know, didn't yeah, mean yeah, to, yeah. obviously, but he, he went as fast as he could. And uh, so Bruce had to heal up after that. They came back, and they, re- they reshot the scene, and he said... There's a scene where where Bruce kicks him and he goes flying into these chairs. Yes. And he goes, that is Bruce really kicking me, <laughs> broke his ribs. Wow. They were going full speed. And, yeah. And, and he thinks that Bruce was giving him a little bit of... Yeah, for, for the injury. A little bit of payback. Uh, but nonetheless, that they, was, they were friends and everything. You believe know? it or not. So there, 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 were, there are Hong Kong fight film stars who believed in that contact. Who yeah. believed in to sell it? You got to have real contact, it. Right, yeah. right. and it was not. It was. It was. <laughs> Bruce might have been part of that group. Yeah, you know. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I just love the scene with Bruce Lee. Oh, it's unbelievable! It, it's really, really good. Uh, Wall's family uh, said that Bob was the greatest husband and father. Family was everything to him. Uh, he lived a remarkable life, and there's a hole in our hearts. Uh, that will never be filled. His spirit and legacy will live on forever with us. He was our rock and rest in peace. If I kill someone with these hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called <laughs> manslaughter. <laughs> it is great. Uh, Bella Hadid recently revealed on Victoria's Secret uh, VS Voices podcast that she's been in multiple abusive relationships. It seems like every other day there's a Hadid story popping yes. up here. Yes. Was, was Bella the one... Who was on Instagram crying? I'm yes, um, right? not sure. I get lost in my Hadids. Yes. Yeah. I get so lost in your Hadids. That's yes. an album name, too. Lost yeah. in my Hadids. It's the greatest album I've ever heard. It's called <laughs> Lost in My Hadids. Uh, she said, I constantly... No good Hadid goes unpunished. She said, I constantly went back to men and also women <clears throat> that had abused me. And that's where the people pleasing, uh, the people pleasing came in. Uh, I started not. Just ha- the season for people pleasing. I started not having boundaries, not only sexually, physically, emotionally, uh, but then it went into my workspace, and I began to be a people pleaser with my job. As the daughter of real estate developer Mohammed Hadid and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Yolanda Hadid. The supermodel said, "I always felt like my voice was never heard growing up." How come she didn't mention? 
She's the sister of Gigi Hadid, yes? Yeah. She said, I, I grew up around men, whether that was in relationships or family or whatever that was, where I was constantly told that my voice was less important than their voice. Damn it. Uh, then moving into relationships, growing up, not having the boundaries of being able to stick up for myself and have my voice being heard affected me in my adult relationships very intensely, she said. You know, with all the Hadids around this area, you would think we would have access to a Hadid. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. For an interview or something. I told you my friend spoke to the mom Hadid. Oh, Yolanda? Yolanda. Yeah. Yolanda. Yes, on the phone when she was um, suffering with uh, Lyme disease. And she was pleasant? Yeah, she said she was very nice. She you know, talked to her about what she talked to her about what she went through. Um, but you know, I was like, at the end of the call, did you say, "Hey, can you do an interview on my friend's show?" Right, right. <laughs> uh, Nick pulled up her Instagram account, and I glanced over real quick, and I'm like, "Wow, forty eight thousand followers! <laughs> I've got more than her. <laughs> no, it's forty eight million. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Hadid, if we can get you up there, <laughs> right? Let's boost me up to forty eight million. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a video of you crying if you want later okay. on. Yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it <laughs> on this day that we honor the death of Regis Philbin. <laughs> we should all do crying videos and see if we can boost our. I'll do it. <laughs> our oh, I like that. I have eye drops I can use. Okay. <laughs> see who right. gets the most. All right, everyone, oh my work on it. God, work on your video. Uh, Hadid was in a very public on again, off again relationship with The Weekend from 2015 to 2019, and is currently dating art director The Work Mark. Week. Calman. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We only have time for a couple more quick oh, no. things. How about uh, this? Us Weekly reports that on Monday's episode of the Today Show, co-host Hoda Copy announced that she and Joel Schiffman are calling off their engagement. Oh. Yeah, so they, they didn't even make it to the altar, gang. The engagement is being called off. Do uh, they... Um... Have a kid together recently? Well, I, I think she... her kids are adopted. Right, yeah, or adopted kids. Was it? Was he... I thought he was. was with, he uh, yeah, I, she is, I mean, she's too old. They have two daughters. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And so. I'm saying, yeah. They, they. I know they, they made a big deal about the adoption. It was seemed very nice, and I thought he was there for that. Cotby said that the two of them had many uh, prayerful and meaningful conversations over the holidays, and that they decided that they were better off as friends and not loving parents to their two daughters. Uh, it's not. Like something happened, they say sometimes relationships are meant to be there for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and this was for a season, Cotby said. Yeah, she adopted both, Steve. So uh, one was in 2017, and then the other was in 2019. So he's not the adoptive father. He is. Oh, okay. he, is. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. Yeah, okay. So she adopted them with Joel. They've been together since uh, okay. 2013. Yeah. He runs their cafe, A Cup of Cotby. <laughs> <laughs> cup of Cotby. Yeah. Yeah, oh cup of coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, minority order. Come on, man. Uh, you got to hear that. Yeah, a cup of coffee. How much would you like? Um, all right. According to E! News, uh, Bachelor Nation couple Ashley Iconetti and Jared Haben have officially become parents. Yes, they had a child. Uh, you have... I'll never forget when I saw you poop a baby. <laughs> Haben posted video to Instagram on Monday saying, Baby Dawson is here and healthy. Baby! And, and Ashley is recovering and doing well. Uh, it really couldn't have gone much smoother. He's so sweet and beautiful and has been sleeping all day. She saw the icky stuff that came out of her bottle. Uh, unlike his mom and dad who were uh, on no sleep right now, but it's totally worth it, he says. Uh, I, Of course, I don't remember. I did happen again on uh, The Bachelor last night, and he's a former football player. Right. So he had the ladies out for a scrimmage. 
Oh, it was hilarious. I'll bet that was... They, high... they hardly knew anything about uh, football. Hijinks plenty. <laughs> All right, and one last story. Page Six reports that Vanderpump Rules star Lala Kent... Lala! ...is getting back out there following her breakup with movie producer Randall Emmett. I'm sure Regis is all... Uh, uh, it's an incredible relationship. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard it, I, I always said to Lala, he's no good for you. Yeah. That's what I was selling brake pads. Uh, <laughs> Half a million la, brake pads. La, la. And you're driving, and you're driving. Regis auditioned for Tommy Boy. Regis want Wingy. Yeah, Regis want Wingy. <laughs> Tommy want Wingy. I like Regis want Wiggy better. <laughs> Regis want Wiggy. Uh, so who's this lady? La La Lala Ken. Lala Ken. She's a reality star. Uh, the producer's like a Harvey Weinstein Jr. So she said on Amazon Live recently, "I have a date tomorrow night. It's a group date. I've said on my podcast a million times, I'm not ready to go Is on it a Valentine's date, Day, but I feel like <laughs> this will ease me in because it's a group setting." She said, "He is very tall. He's built like Superman and has a lot of tattoos, and I like that." Well, why did she? Why was she with someone who's completely the antithesis of that? And he's gentle, and I'm very excited. She said, "So there you go. You gonna get it up? We're happy. We're very, very happy for her. All right, uh, we got to do the clips. All right, uh, preparing for a superhero role takes a lot of time from eating a good diet to exercising regularly. And here, Robert Pattinson talks about his journey to becoming Batman. I'm glad. I used to hate working out, and like, there's something. It's weird. In my 30s, I really like it now. I find it very meditative. Um, it's weird. When you feel like someone's not forcing it on you and you're doing it for yourself, it's a very, very, it's a very different uh, experience. But I, I sort of love working out now. Uh, the Batman is in theaters in 31 days, March 4th. I cannot way. wait. No. Here's the next it's, clip. God, it looks good. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the worst. Go ahead. What, what's, what's the problem? Uh, well, he said 31 days. I'm like, well, there's only 28 days in February. I'm, I'm an a-hole. Just move on. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Abbott Elementary is an American mockumentary sitcom television series set at a Philadelphia public school. In this clip, Tyler James Williams talks about his character, the serious substitute, Gregory. He's trying to bring this kind of like military approach to educating the kids. But he has to, you know, learn that they're six. They're not going to seriously sit down and, like, break down their basic arithmetic. And that's what's really nice in this world of, you know, making educating fun. He has to learn that it's not just about quotas. It's about making this fun for these kids as well. Really? Yeah. New episode of Abbott Elementary airs tonight, 9 o'clock on ABC. You guys are digging the show, I right? really like this show. I know you're not a fan of that. You said, Preston, like, the it, it's kind of an office vibe, you know, where yeah, you're... Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's sort of not a, my format. Yeah, yeah, and I know sometimes that doesn't work. For me, it does, and, and the cast is... is uh, Wonderful. Right. I love that it's in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. set here. It's fantastic. So, all right. And uh, there you go. Your entertainment report. Listen, it's already uh, well Too after late. seven. It's we late. got things to do. We got to take a break. I do want to remind you that uh, we have Tattoos Day. Chance for you to win a President Steve themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So, text word tattoo to 39333. See if you win a little bit later on. We also have Tobias Harris. Yeah. 31 he's points. Sixes. In the Sixers victory last <laughs> night. And he's coming on to talk about cookies this morning. Big ass cookies. And and uh, Nims Persia, who is uh, a Naples Mountaineer, has climbed the 14 highest peaks in the world in record time. So we have a lot of interesting stuff taking place. Hang in there. We'll be right back. 
In the latest rock breakdown, we pay tribute to Meatloaf, Damon Albarn invokes the wrath of the Swifties, and we tell a ghost story. Uh, the band ghost. We talk about the band ghost. It's all on Rock Breakdown. Find it on Instagram or WMMR.com. So every now and then a uh, news story will pop up and I will know that people want us to talk about it because they send me the article over yeah. and over and over. And uh, yesterday it was brawl at Golden Corral Steakhouse in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. It's a steakhouse? Oh. Well, you know, uh, we had just buffet, been talking right? about yeah, Golden buffet, Corral, but yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, but they they're known for steaks. Okay, okay, you know? I didn't so, know that. But uh, yes, it's one of those places you can go in and, and get your steaks, and it's like Sizzler or Sizzling. Well, we talked. We were talking Sizzler, to somebody Sizzler, about yeah, it about about, uh, and we'll, I forget we exactly were, what we were talking about. We were actually looking to see because we said there were none in this area, right. and then I found this one. I said there's actually one in Ben Salem, and so that look at yeah. it. And and we might have circuitously caused the brawl. So and how many? People so excited for a Golden Corral. Kat, how many points did you guys get awarded? Did Bucks County get awarded just for having a Golden Corral? I think it was like 10 points. Oh, they didn't get I, I don't think they so. Did. No, they didn't. No. As a Hold matter on. of fact, you spitefully, oh you spitefully gave them points because I was like, oh, God. I, whatever. I, I don't want to get into it, but, right. but they, they get points just for having a Golden Corral. Marissa, do you remember? Wait, I'm pulling up the official word document. Delco <laughs> versus Bucks Co. Uh, on 126, five points for having an old school buffet, Golden <gasps> Corral. Oh, okay. All right. God. So and I got a boy. <laughs> So here's the deal. You're not going to take them away. The way the point system works for <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Bi-County Cup is we don't take away points. We only give points. So we're, we're avoiding the negative. Well, hold only on. Here's highlighting the positive. Maybe this was called for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Do know. you know what happened? Now, I saw a Reddit thread, and it was mainly, uh, it, it went into different directions, but uh, it, it, se- it, it was suggesting that it started <laughs> as an argument. Because they ran out of steak. Now I don't know oh, if that's okay. The here's what I heard. That's very that's very tangential to what I heard. Okay, I heard it started because someone got their steak before someone oh. b- perceived that their meal had been ordered after. So there was a question about oh. who got their steak. Before the other person, that can be restaurant contention. When you see another right. group, food, how are they getting their food, food, food? before you do? Yes. Not not. This is not certified right. as the reason why this has happened. It's but I, scuttlebutt. A, a scuttlebutt. A number of different sources. Apparently, that argument or that perception immediately escalated to chair throwing. Wow. Like, it got crazy quickly. <laughs> it yeah. was bad. Um, so a good source for anything Bucks County, whether it's good or bad, is Levittown now. And they had this story up, um, like, right after it had happened. Uh, I believe it happened on Sunday. Um, but he, so, so uh, the guy, Tom, that, that runs the site, uh, at least according to him, that this place often has security guards. Okay, oh. hang on. Okay. I've got Jay on the line. Used to work there. Okay. Says there were tons of fights there, so let's go to uh, Jay. Hey, Jay, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, how are you? Wonderful, man. All right, so you worked at this very Golden Corral? Uh, yeah, and Ben Salem, dude, that place is a barn, dude. <laughs> Listen, dude, it was like the UFC in there, dude. Dude, they would fight over I want my steak medium. I want it well. Dude, people were jumping in line. i never seen nothing like it, dude. People were trying to hand me money to give them steak. It, it's insane, dude. Did you, did you ever know? Have you, I assume you've seen the footage of this brawl, right? What, what is it? 
Did, did, you, did you, you saw this did, brawl, right? Yeah, did you see the footage that, that made the news uh, uh, the other day? No, dude. As soon as I heard it, dude, I had to jump on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's badass, Jay. I, I this is like... It. I was like, dude, it made the paper finally, dude. Holy... <laughs> Well, this is this is really hardcore. There there are people like Steve has said that are throwing uh, chairs and high chairs. There's a guy that picks up a whole table, table. yeah, and you can see a, a woman come over and go, "Dude, put the table down, man!" Dude, it's insane. Really, Listen, when, Jay, I, I, when when did you work there? What was your what was your time there? Two, I was a chef. I worked there in 2015. Okay, um, I worked there for a year and a half. Dude, I seen probably I'm not even lying to you, probably nine fights. <laughs> And would they have at a golden corral? Would they usually happen like a line goes out the door (laughs) all the way into the parking lot? I mean, it was hours, hour we. I mean, I I never seen nothing. All right, Jay, hold one second. Preston has a question. Yeah, Jay, would it would it happen like on you know weekend nights or or at any holidays are the best, dude. Holidays, dude. People are getting smoked, dude. (laughs) (laughs) They want that steak, dude. I'm telling you. I didn't know, Um, Jay. I didn't. Never realized that the big draw at the Golden Corral was the steak. Dude, I, it was insane, dude. I, I never <laughs> knew it till I got a job there, dude. Wow. I mean, <laughs> dude, it, it is insane. All right, man. That, no, that, you don't even need to go to UFC. Just go to the Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, Jay. <laughs> wow. So they have 50 at least, dudes on this phone call. <laughs> at least you were back there. You had knives to protect yeah. yourself back yeah, in the I kitchen. Yeah, glass right in front of me, too. So <laughs> you have plenty. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'll tell you this. They, they trash this place. Preston, it takes about Thanks, a minute, a minute and a half, and they've they've trashed it entirely. I can't believe yeah. they're throwing the high chairs. Yeah. By the way, those are effing heavy. Well, the the, the uh, especially the dude picks up a table, yeah, uh, and that could have killed somebody. And now know? nobody gets steak. Yeah, you know, like, get out of here. Nobody's getting You didn't steak. get your steak in time, and now nobody gets Do steak. we have a, 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 the audio of the, uh, the bride? Yeah, Mercer's going to send yeah, it over, yeah. And look, there's, there's girls in there. Like, oh, yeah. kids Girls, in there. kids, everything. Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. All right, hang on. Let's play a little clip of the audio of the bride. <laughs> Text came and said the Golden Corral owner is cool. I used to fix his equipment. He took care of us and uh, tipped us. But that place is well. I can't say what it says there. I can't say what it says there. Do you know what I'm tired of with with uh, the current crop of brawl videos or fight videos? The guy who's always taking it is always going. Oh yes, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Oh yes, yeah. But you know what? That guy's standing back. I'd rather hear him do oh, that, that yeah, than yeah. jump but in tell, at all. Give us some color commentary. Yeah. Remember the the Wawa <laughs> fight in, in Delaware, yeah. uh, not in Delaware, in Florida, where yes. the guy he, the guy was commenting on. Yeah. His commentary is actually pretty good. Right. Where the dude let, like, give us pants. give us some color commentary. Tell us what's going on. So the reading the news report, the police report, uh, it said that they they didn't have an exact count on how many people were involved, but officers believe it was more than forty. Oh, clearly, clearly. And, and the flight uh, the fight left the dining room heavily damaged and sent uh, people fleeing for safety. There weren't 
People, uh, police weren't aware of any serious injuries. No arrests had been made. If I found myself in this situation, I would not be like in the mix throwing chairs. I you would leave. be, the, be second, the, the first person out the door. That's what yeah. you need to do. I you can't say, out. though, if I were clocked in the back, if I just passively was sitting there and got clocked in the back yeah. of the head with a chair, that I might not freak the F out. Stand True. up and throw True. a yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. If, you, if, you were, if you got caught up in it, um, yeah, it, it might be more... It might be more difficult to leave, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Right. Have yeah. you ever been close to a, um, when a brawl or even a large conflagration like this kicks kicks into um, yeah. effect, um, it's easy to get swept yeah. up to in it, even if that is the last thing you yeah. want. No, I, I have been, I've been literally stuck in the middle of a brawl that I had nothing to do with. Those sort of things happen in nightclubs and bars all a the lot, time. A lot, this you're is, right. This is just a restaurant. I don't know if they serve alcohol. A golden alcohol. corral. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if they serve alcohol. But when alcohol is involved, it happens quite a bit. Now, one time I was, and the bar doesn't even exist anymore. It was in, uh, like, Wayne. I was in the dance floor, and a fight erupted around me, and I, I didn't know anybody involved in the right, fight. Right, and right. I was getting jostled and thrown all over the place. And the next thing you know, my buddy uh, John grabbed me, and yet, and next thing I know, I'm in the parking lot. I'm like, how the like, hell did that happen? The good dance, for him. Yeah, the yeah. the, the, the um, dance floor where the fight happened, there was an exit right there, <laughs> and it was right at the parking lot. I was like, dude, and he, dude, like, saved my life. Yeah. Steve, I don't know if I've been in a brawl like that, but I have been in a food fight in high school, and uh, honestly, it was a lot of fun. Like, it, yeah. you, and you, you had the feeling that, like, it was about to start, and then, like, you'd see one grape go flying, and then, like... Three more grapes went in this direction, and then apples it started going. And, oh, and, like, and all of a sudden, it just turns into mass chaos, and it probably lasted 45 seconds to a minute. But during that time, it was pretty awesome. Nick, wow. I was actually in college when Animal House came out. Okay. And so, yes, yes. that became so common that the school had to put a, a kibosh on it. it. They were benevolent. They were food fights. Yeah. But, uh when you're like, you don't know what's... Imagine you're sitting... Apparently, Golden Corral serves one hell of a steak. Yeah. And uh, imagine you're at a Golden Corral where you... It's, it's like going to the Cracker Barrel and, and having a fight between the Bloods and the Crips. Right. Uh, somebody texted and said it was a group of about 60 people. Wait, was this the same one? I don't know if they're referring to the Golden Corral fight or another. It might be continuing from another uh, text, but it said that it was a, it was a post-funeral group. Oh, jeez. No serious injuries. That might have been a different thing. Another one says, uh, Aramingo Diner in Philly was a brawl every weekend. <laughs> you know what was bad, from what I understand, Preston? Up here on City Line, the um, the uh, House of Pancakes. Yeah. Oh, so, really? So it, it was so bad, and I didn't realize this. And my wife and I went in, just we were coming back from something, and it was there. Okay, let's go in. And they actually made us pay... In advance. Oh, in advance. Right. They had made us pay in advance. And then the, the woman there indicated that there were people dying, dining and dashing constantly and people fighting all the time. Oh. Uh, it was it was the craziest thing in a pa- an international pancake. Right. Out. Kathy, somebody says uh, Bucks Go should get extra points for dinner and a show. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, Apparently, I just got a text from a friend who's told me that one of our other <laughs> friends actually goes to this place. I, well, apparently the steak's good. I've been know? to Golden Corral. Like it, it is a, uh, it's a, it's, 
you know, it, it is what you would imagine it to be. But I, 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 but the fact that somebody was ready to throw down because they believe the other table got their steak first. Well, and how does it turn into that? Like, aren't you then mad at the server or the right. chef back in the kitchen who right. sent somebody else's out first? Like, yeah, how does it, it turn can, into everyone involved? What can happen is, you know, somebody asks a question, well, how come they got their food before I did? And then that person in that Why don't you mind your own business? Yeah, might yeah. say something back. And then next thing you know, <laughs> it's all in. People, are, people are being absolute idiots. Uh, hang on a second here. Let me go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning. It's that you just look so nice today. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Thank you. What's up, Heather? I literally just got out of the shower. This is not even funny. Okay. Huh. I watch the ABC every morning and morning, noon, and night, and they had an update. They had the guy that threw the, the um, high chair, and he ordered his steak, like, on the rarer side, and the guy in front of him, because I think you line up and you tell the person behind the glass how you want it, what yep. you want. And the guy in front of him got so pissed off that he got his steak first that he started the argument, and he hit him, and then the guy defended himself with the chairs. But I've been to that place once, and I will never go back. <laughs> So, so, and apparently the, the guy got his steak uh, quicker because you he ordered, ordered rare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Therefore, it takes less time to cook. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, it, number one, you don't, I don't go to Golden Corral for steak. I go to Fogo. Hello. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, like, really, like, over a steak, like, I, yeah. I don't know. Well, there's no rhyme or reason, uh, yeah. but but if you're going to brawl, yeah. uh, the, the fact that it happens at a Golden Corral, which I always <laughs> would consider a uh, you know, a senior citizen yeah. afternoon yeah. dinner at 215 yeah. kind of place, and you're having a full-blown Hells Angels-type Altamont rally. I remember that one of the one of the last uh, uh, big, huge brawls here that I remember seeing was at a wedding at the oh, Sheraton yes. in yeah. Old City. Somebody died, I think. Did they oh, die? Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't remember that. I remember there was something. What happened, Preston, is that the people who were covering it video-wise mm. were up on a balcony. Yeah, yeah. And they were view. catching the whole, whole thing. Yeah. I've seen a brawl. Actually, I have seen a brawl take place at a wedding, and it was... Uh, thank Wait. God I had I had no connection to the people I, my my girlfriend at the time did, and uh, it was the classic case where they get the guy out and he's putting the garter up oh, on the thigh, geez. and the actual groom thought it was a little bit too much, oh. and so uh, they got in and threw down and and out on the dance floor. That wasn't fifty people fighting over a steak, right. but it's like ten, fifteen, twenty people going at it. Yeah, and, and I just like I was loving it. Yeah, I've only seen those at uh, at bars, at nightclubs. Uh, you know, usually it was a dance club where people are bouncing around on the dance floor. Sure, yeah, like yeah. That. And then all of a sudden somebody gets into somebody's space or whatever happens. And, and that's <laughs> it. And then there's a brawl. And then, uh, and Casey, like, you know, you were, like your friend pulled you out of there. Uh, the security teams, the bouncers, uh, a lot of times um, uh, don't have much discretion in uh, who they're going to toss out because they don't know what happened. They mm-hmm. just got to get in there and start yanking people out. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. Have to, and a couple can get a little overzealous, and uh, and it can turn real ugly real quick. Pain don't hurt. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, be bigger. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> at, at the Golden Corral. Yeah, yeah. there's a place in Ridley. Uh, it, was, I, it had changed so many different names. At one point, it was a Brownies. It was a Wade's Irish Pub. I mean, I, I watched a couple of things happen there. I watched this chick just hurl a bottle into a group of... She had no idea who she was throwing or who she was going to hit or anything, you know? I mean, but, but I mean, you would expect, like, bouncers and people to be there. Yeah. A Golden Corral Dude, wouldn't... Honestly, yeah. Wouldn't I mean, have a bouncer. Oh, no, you have a hostess? Yeah. You know, or a host? Hey, if, if there's a brawl, we need you to, def, you know, to, to handle the situation. Some 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Braces. <laughs> 
Um, could you put that table down? Uh-huh. Well, as a comedian was on last week uh, with us, he was saying it's it's not the silver corral. Yeah, it's the golden corral. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Well, this uh, this uh, this video footage is just crazy, man. I mean, it's like it's it's scary. People picking up chairs and hurling them across a room. Yeah, I've been in fights, but I've never been, you know, in in the middle of a brawl like that. And I don't know how I would, would react. I, again, uh, you know, the, no, the notion that you're not getting your steak in time doesn't seem to be a real reason to throw down. <laughs> on a different note, and we'll take the calls as they're coming in if you guys want to comment on this. But but it does have to do with a restaurant and a bit of a scene that took place. And I wanted to make sure that I mentioned this. Casey actually sent this story to us over the weekend, and I forgot to mention it yesterday. Uh, but our friend John Dornbos yes. oh uh, yeah. played a real-life hero yep. uh, over the weekend. He and his wife, Annalise, had, um, were at a restaurant, and they were actually next door to a different restaurant where the owner of a Huntington Beach restaurant caught on fire mm. because she got too close to a space heater and her clothes caught on fire. Dornbos jumped into action and may have saved this woman's life. According to eyewitnesses on the scene, his quick thinking and action was exactly what needed to happen. Her name was Anna Nakayo, uh, the co-owner of Veggie-licious, and the victim of the fire uh, has undergone two surgeries, according to her husband, Akira, after suffering second and third degree burns. It could have been much worse if not for Doran Boss's help. He said, the, the news interview him, interviewed him, he said, I grabbed my wife's blanket and I got her to the ground, meaning the woman who was on fire, and was just like, hey, uh, help me out. I got you. I got you. You're going to be alive. It's okay. And I remember her looking at me, and I just said, honey, it's okay. You're alive. And we did it. So he smothered the flames wow. with the blanket, and she was engulfed. Yeah. I mean, she, like, Good Lord. Like, she may have difficulty walking after uh. this. Yeah, I, um, I actually had a nice correspondence with John about this. Just saying, man, I'm so proud of you. Like, uh, And I said... You know, it's crazy to think that, like, all of your life's experiences and everything brought you to that point in time and to that moment in that situation with a blanket to save that woman's life. Like, yep. you know, it's just insane. Just how things played out. Yeah. Fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a, an unbelievable thing. But he was, talk about a guy, you know, his own story is amazing. He wow. steps in and saves this woman's life. It's fantastic. So he said, one of the things I'm most thankful for about playing in the NFL, I played for 14 years. Uh, was just this idea of under pressure, being able to calm down and think. Yeah. He handled it, saved this woman's life. So very proud of John. Always have been. Man. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's just another uh, another thing, another wonderful thing that he's done. So good for him. And, and We should know. get him on and have him do magic for us. Yeah, we should, <laughs> right? Celebrate. Wow, man. <laughs> All right, uh, going back to the Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Uh, I want to go to Chris, who's got a comment on this. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you guys doing today? Good. What's up, my man? So I don't, I've never been to the Van Salem one, but I go to the one up in Lehigh County, and uh, I know how this fight started. Okay. Okay. All right. Think just like Lehigh County, there's a big line that, that starts, but the grill's only so big. So you walk up to the grill, the chef, and you tell him how you want it, medium. He's like, all right, here you go. The next guy might want it well done, and that's where everything starts. <laughs> He wants it well done. He's like, I don't have any well done. Come back. I'll remember you. Like, okay. So you sit down. You come back five minutes later. Those people don't know who you are. They all just think you just cut the line. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so this, this is this is obviously. What I got it for you. First off, it's, it's against the law to have a steak well done. I mean, I. I agree. <laughs> I'm with you, Chris. I'm a medium rare guy, so mine's yep. always done when I get up there, and they do have very good steaks, Steve. Very good steaks. Do they? Yeah. All right. So, so my question would be: Is this? Why? 
so why don't you place your order? They give you a number like they do in other places. Yeah. You put the number on your table and they bring you your steak. Well, see, sometimes people lack that thing called intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> but they do have other good food there, too. You can go up there and get your steak and then go up there and get spaghetti and meatballs while you're waiting for that- it or whatever. Like you said, take a number, get like a digital system going. Yeah. Right. But, but, to, ha- but to have them in line, Chris, and have you waiting or having you not understanding the timing situation, that's, that's like, you know, that's a powder keg. It is. It can be ridiculous. And then, the, like, the grill's only so big, so you might have 100 people in line, but you can only fit 20 steaks on there. All right. So when all the 20 steaks are up, and they, you know, you just, it, and then the guy orders well done. and he kills it. That's how World War I started. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. We appreciate the perspective, man. Thank you. So he, he does make a good point. Uh, and by the way, I, hate, uh, I had a, a scenario not that long ago where it was a stand-in-line type of thing. Uh, I think we're at the premium outlets. And uh, had ordered something. They weren't ready. It was it was a uh, it was like a an Asian buffet, and they, and they didn't have enough uh, egg rolls done. So right. I ordered those. Like okay, we need to we need to make them come back in a second. And I had to do that thing where I had to walk back up and get in front of people at the register. And you know they think I'm cutting in line, and I'm actually just going up to get what I had ordered previously. I hate that. It's just it's just a moment of uncomfortable. It's like the walk of shame almost. I hate it. You should, put, you should be holding your shoes pressed and with smeared lipstick on your face. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Uh, and they uh-huh. sh- what they should do is have a secondary line yeah. that is for people who've already placed their orders and are coming back to pick that up. It, just a little bit of tinkering around could have could have avoided this brawl. Here's an interesting uh, text. Uh, it says, hey, guys, I'm a wedding photographer, and uh, there was a brawl at a wedding. Uh, and at the end of the night, the Philly cops needed to go through my camera oh, to find out who the culprits were. Oh, that's Because great. they all fought and then ran, and they were family. Uh, so I guess nobody was giving anybody up. Right. No family. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how that ended up resolving itself, but they had to use that as, as evidence to, uh, lo- to track people down. I love those places where you where there'd be no way that you'd imagine there'd be something like a brawl or a physical fight, and you get one. Hey, let's go to Lou. Good morning, Lou. Boom, Lou! Yay! Yay! All right. Lou! <laughs> how you doing, bud? Doing better, doing better, President. How you guys doing? Good, Lou. Uh, Lou had a touch of the uh, the Rona. Oh, did you? Okay, good. Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, you're doing better though, right? Right. Plus, I got busted ribs, uh, which is always fun. I took a fall at the Poconos. So oh, man, Lou. All right. Well, yeah, listen. It's been, a, you, it's been a crazy month. But you're doing better. You wanted to tell us this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one time I was working out in Jack. I was working in uh, California. I had a Jack in a box. And a buddy of mine was working the drive through And, like, uh, four guys from San Jose State football team was in the uh, drive through And they were busting the kids. You know, they were, they were busting them up, you know, uh, picking on them. So right. When he handed them the food, they threw a shake at them. And the kids said something. And they thought that it was just him. They didn't know that his brother's. Me and a buddy of ours, this big Samoan, was sitting in the <laughs> in the other room. So we emptied out into the joint. Like they came driving around thinking they're going to fight him. And when we emptied out, one kid walked around the end of the car. I opened his face right up with a left hook. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, All right. right up. A jack in the box oh, brawl. brawl. You know what? <laughs> 
in a way, Lou, you were like an actual jack in the box. The door opens yeah, up. Boom. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Wow. Wow. That's hilarious. Was that the end of the brawl? Or did everybody get out and start mixing it up? Oh, no. Everybody got started mixing it up. One of the guys went and got a, um, a, uh, a jack out of the car, and he went after the, um, the Samoan. Well, the Samoan kid, he took the jack right to the forearm and started pounding this guy. Oh, my God. Did I he... mean, he, yeah, he, was, he was a tough kid. He, he was a cook. I, I seen this Don't... Kid, uh, drink a dozen and a half of uh, raw eggs one time. Drink a dozen and a half raw eggs. All of Lou's stories, yeah. all, all Lou's stories have like tangential stories. Yeah, you yes. know that alone would be a hell of a story. So the Samoan, you don't want to, you don't want to piss off the the Samoan at Jack in the Box. But you guys, I assume, prevailed and were the victors, right? Right. All right. All right. Cool. All right. All right, Lou. Good to hear from you, man. Hang in there, bud. Oh, Lou. Lou, do we lose him? Lou. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there we go. All right, Lou. Take Hello. care, man. We'll see you later. All right. Take it easy, guys. Have a good one. All right, see you. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. Well, this one, uh, this this uh, Golden Corral brawl, uh, it made, uh, you know. National. It, yeah, it was, yeah. It, it was viral. And, oh and how can you not be, you know, stare at that <laughs> like a deer in headlights? Because it's, it's just, you're not used to seeing that type of thing <laughs> at your Golden Corrals. Golden Corral, Sizzler. Um, what were the Does other? Sizzler even exist anymore? I not there was that a I know. Western Sizzlin. I remember Western right, Sizzlin. Yeah, yeah uh, we talked uh, about a branch. Hosses was the one that I, we, we went. Yeah, we went to the Hosses uh, in college. That was like Central PA, probably and elsewhere as well. The whole thing was like six bucks. Well, you go six bucks. You yeah. go. That, it's that cafeteria style. Well, yeah. Old Country Buffet was uh, was yeah. one as well, uh, but I don't think they had steak there. No. <laughs> um, but uh, I worked at a place. Uh, I told you guys about. It was called York Steakhouse. That was kind of like that right. type of thing where. Um, you know, you just stand in line, you get it, and take it to your table. And then you head west across the country, and then you get Luby's, and you get Morrison's, and you get other cafes. Luby's, like Luby's, yeah. Okay, is that like Luby or Luby? Yeah. It was L U B Y S. Okay, yeah, yeah. Luby's, like yeah. Who's Ruby. Luby's? Yeah. Who's Lou? All right. Well, anyhow, uh, thank you for the stories, uh, and uh, keep it in mind. Uh, be patient when uh, when people are uh, ordering steak. Don't order it well done. You'll get it yeah. sooner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, don't forget, to- uh, Tobias Harris is going to be on the show yes. this morning. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Mountaineer Nims Persia on the program as well. Climbed the tallest peaks, all 14 of them, in record time in the, in the world. Uh, and our friends from Primo's are stopping by. In fact, Marissa is arranging the goodies right Ooh. now, which means we'll have some uh, goodies to give away uh, for you as well. We'll take a break, and we'll come back in a moment. Oh, and um, it's National Chocolate Day. Uh, what? Two. Is it? Yes, and uh, I think we're going to commemorate that in a moment. I'll explain in a little National bit. Chocolate we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Well, you know what today is? Today 
is National Dark Chocolate Day. Oh, my God. It certainly is. That's my day. Dark chocolate is your favorite, Steve. And, you know, we have all these national days that pop up from time to time. It's like National Talk Like a Pirate Day or National, you know, uh, Coconut Cream Pie Day or whatever. And, and the majority of them are complete and utter crap. It is true, but we can turn it into something, Steve. Yes. And that's what we're going to do. So here, when, when some of these days that, that are worth observing or at least noting from time to time... I think it's an excuse to give some things away. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a clip from a movie that involves the word chocolate. Uh-huh. If you can identify this clip, you can win a prize. So let me play this for you. This is the clip for today. Sex with chocolate. All right, 215-263. <laughs> WMMR, if you know what movie that comes from. Sex with chocolate. <laughs> uh, we have a Primo Hoagies gift card, and I'll tell you about that in a moment. All right, let's see if anybody knows what movie that's from. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Dave. Hey, Dave, good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks to you, Dave. All right, what movie, please? Damn that boy good. Randy Watson. <laughs> uh, coming to America. Yes, yes! yes! Like He's good. He can sing. Uh, that is right, Dave. Hang on the line. We are going to give you a $50 gift card to Primo Hobbies. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty easy. Big game means big parties. Remember, it isn't just football. It's an experience. So don't settle for just an average catering tray. You can make it a Primo. It's not just a hoagie. It is a Primo. And thank you to Jay at the Ardmore location uh, for setting up us up with some uh, goodies this morning. So I have a few other chocolate clips, and maybe we'll sprinkle them throughout the show. Let's do that. Show. Let's keep giving. And if you like We're the givers. Way, if you like the way this works, we'll we'll do this from time to time. Yeah. I think that can uh, that work it all right. All right, now, speaking of working. Yes. We're working on a new and uh, more improved way uh, to do interviews via Zoom. Yes. Uh, that seems to be kind of a, the way things are going, and, and it's great because uh, when you can interview someone and actually see their facial expressions and body language, uh, it can make for a better interview. It's a carryover that we're going to stick with, and, yes. and we immediately assessed a problem, and now... Three years later. Right. <laughs> so we have can, a solution. It can be better than some phone calls. You get better uh, uh, better quality. But um, we, we were trying to work on how to get our signal to work out properly. So we're going to test something on air right now. And it's the only way to really find out if it's working properly or not. Um, so. And people might die. But we, we need to do this. We go live to uh, studio. What's uh, what's the studio that Casey's in? The Pierre the Robert, Robert studio. studio. No, he's, oh, is he oh, in the, that? The oh, he's in the next to it. Booth is next. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, uh, Casey, Studio R. Yes, uh, Casey, are you there? Yeah. No, uh, it's Studio F. By the way. Oh, oh you're yes. in Studio can, F. Can okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Hey. 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 We can hey. see you. Oh my god. And it looks good. Oh, this is much better. Wow. Yeah. This right. is a this is a, a new dawn the dawn of a new age. Let's so call it that. The main reason we needed to do this was so that the people that we are interviewing, we want to make sure that the audio translates well on that side. So you can hear everything, okay, Casey? Oh my God, you guys sound amazing! Oh, my amazing! Goodness. All right, now if Kathy's I... voice sounds a little low, though. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I was like, what does he mean? What is he talking about? Uh, uh, this is cool, Steve. I can hear your effects too. So when you do the, you the voice effects, all right, let's see, see if you can hear a drop. One second. Yeah, here. so we're playing an audio clip for him to make. Yeah! Sure. Could you hear that? Joe's tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, and I'm going to start the Bizarre File intro while you're listening as well to make sure that you can hear that, too. Can, can I invite Casey yeah. in to watch the show? Yeah, Casey. Yeah. Steve wants Casey, to. if you want to you come in and watch a, a Major Market Morning show? Can I? Yeah, come on in. Yeah. All right, all right. I'll be right in. All right, here we go. WMMR. 
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Excellent. Excellent. Did you hear the beat file intro, Casey? Yay! Yay! It works. Rodney, Rodney, Rodney. You are the man. Thank you. Rodney and Joe Bonadonna and everybody else in our engineering department. Gus and Tico. So much. Yes, we love Gus and Tico. Uh, And the Bizarre File, by the way, is brought to you by... Uh, WMMR and President Steve Logo Winter Hats, another cool item in the MMR Rock Shop. You can pick one up today for you or as a gift. WMMR.com. Use the keyword shop. So a Sonic fast food employee is lucky to be alive after authorities say his car exploded Friday night in West Houston as he was getting ready to leave work. What are they serving at Sonic now? It happened around 11.15 p.m., and that's when an unidentified man who works at the Sonic was getting into his car, ready to leave work. Here's your nitro shake, sir. And that is when the man reportedly smelled gas, opened his windows, got out of the car, and noticed that the smell was stronger. And apparently... There was an acetylene tank in the trunk, which began leaking before it detonated. Car parts went went flying hundreds of feet in every direction due to the explosion. How did this guy survive this? Well, he wasn't in the car, but I mean... Still, he was in proximity to the car. Yeah, the man was treated at the scene and rushed to the hospital with serious injuries, but he is expected to survive, so he's hurt pretty Didn't bad. Didn't Sonic step up and give him a small beverage of his choice? I think they yeah. did on behalf of no the refills. company. No refills. Yeah. Yeah, but at least they gave him that. So. Give me extra ice, though. Uh, video games might be a bit more dangerous than you might think. A 31-year-old man from Germany actually broke his neck... While wearing a VR headset. Doctors oh say he played for up to four hours a day and he got the injury due his quote to his repetitive and intensive movements. Wow. Medics say that repeated strenuous neck movements wore down one of the vertebrae in his neck and eventually caused it to crack. I played a fair amount of VR, but I don't think I've been in a situation where I've been whipping my head around like that. I think it's just he did it repetitively. Right. He did it yeah. so much that, you know, he was moving around. Now, I have played games where you really yes. have to look around and right. up and down. So he was just doing it maybe too much. I don't know. Seems Ex- that way. Experts who treated the man at uh, the University of Leipzig Hospital... You are an idiot! Uh, ...believe that this is the world's first documented case... A VR-related stress fracture. Do you play the VR a lot? In a medical journey uh, journal, the team wrote that the man's injury resembles ones seen in runners and soldiers. All right, take your pants off and get up on the table. Uh, treatments, treatments including uh, included wearing a type of neck brace for six weeks to support his neck as it healed, and he was fully recovered after twelve weeks. Ah, uh, wow! That seems like some, he he may have to give up the VR stuff. Yeah. All right, I love this story. This is this is so great. An impressive eight-year-old who just self-published his own comic book got very creative about promoting it. His name is Dylan Dylan Helberg. He snuck a copy of his own comic book, The Adventures of Dylan Hedberg's Christmas, by Dylan himself, that's what it's called, (laughs) onto a shelf at Lake Hazel's Community Library, and now locals are trying to get in there and and to check it out. His 81-page comic book details an exploding star placed on a Christmas tree and time travel back to the first Thanksgiving, among other things. When his mom discovered what he had done, she called the library to make sure that no one threw the book away, and with Helbig's permission, a librarian 
cataloged the book as a graphic novel and officially made it a library offering at the Boise, Idaho community. That is pretty amazing. I didn't know it was that easy. And now there is a waiting list for the book to be checked out. Uh I'm going to write my own book now. Uh, Dylan also says he's working on a sequel comic book as well as a book about a closet that eats jackets. Huh. So that's what he's doing. But he just went in there and he just put it on a shelf. That's hoping adorable. That somebody would find it and check it out. How awesome is that? All right, this story's out of Connecticut. The Seymour Fire Department put out a fire Saturday night that was caused by a homeowner attempting to melt snow with a garden torch. Okay. This happens every year. Yeah. Every year. Every year. The homeowner attempted to melt the snow from this weekend's nor'easter with a garden torch and accidentally set the siding of his house on fire. Friggin' snow. Flames were also found in an exterior wall. The fire was uh, swiftly knocked down before they were able to enter the house again. Uh, The firehouse wrote in a Facebook post, As imaginable, we do not recommend the use of garden torch or any similar device as an attempt to melt ice. So keep that in mind. One person suffered numerous injuries after sliding about a thousand feet down Mount Hood on Saturday. Nick, I brought this up, but you might find this interesting. A mountaineering fall. The person who slid was with a group of people in snowshoes or micro spikes who hiked to Hogwarts. Sexy. Do you know what micro spikes are? Yeah, they just go on the base of your shoes, so you can attach them. You don't have to buy them separately or buy a separate shoe. Uh, Rescuers sprung into action after the slide and rescued the person from the mountain. They said that it was the fourth time in a week that they've rescued a climber on the mountain. And I love this statement from the Mountain Rescue in a post on their official Facebook. It said, Folks, the surface above treeline is wind-scorned chicken heads, dinner plates, and hard-frozen sun cups. (laughs) It is not skiable, not hikeable, and extremely dangerous. Do you have any idea what those terms mean, Nick? Nope. Chicken heads, dinner plates, and frozen uh, and hard frozen sun cups. Chicken heads. Yeah, that's what I said. Chicken heads. He said, "Stay." Oh, you're yelling and see hear the echo. Yeah. Uh, he said, "They said stay I'm off." It start an avalanche unless you are prepared with the skills and equipment for those conditions. Yeah, we're gonna have Nims Purge on in about an hour. I'll ask and him. There is a uh, there's another documentary on Netflix called the The Alpinist, and I was telling yeah. you it. it it started it gave me big time anxiety because this guy is a he's a free uh, he's a free climber yes but he also does free climbing on like ice shelves and stuff like it, that it's, it's, it's nuts I love watching it as documentaries but I would never no no way I actually had to pause it and then Wikipedia this guy to make sure I wasn't going to watch him plummet to his death right because I it, it was just nerve wracking all right one last story a woman in England was in shock after finding. A seven-inch-long French fry in a bag of frozen fries from Lidl. Uh, the woman oh paid God, it's so huge. a little under $4 for the bag of the Lidl Deluxe Maris Piper Chips Lidl. to make with her family's dinner on Thursday. She opted to freeze the giant fry so that she can see it often and smile. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to freeze this one. The 42-year-old said the French fry brightened her day. I think I'm going to marry her. And joked that she might have to get it framed as well. Seven-inch French fry. Yeah. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, by the way, I want to uh, to mention this. We, we tried out our new Zoom link and, and getting that set up. Spectacular. And it's just going to work out better for us. Uh, and Marissa makes sure that I want to mention uh, these uh, our friends at Newman University. Oh, yeah. Who teamed up with the engineering team to assist us with the technical upgrades to the show. And uh, the President Steve YouTube live stream 
is sponsored by Newman University. Uh, you can discover the new you, and you is in Newman University. So if, if you're interested in things like that, work with video work and audio work and, and these kind of technical side of things and creative side of things, um, they are the ones that go Newman to. is great. They're fantastic. And they just did an upgrade on our DeLorean, Preston. They did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can now go back to 1985? I think we can, yeah. That's awesome. Do we need roads? Nah, no, no, we're, we're going. going. We don't need those. Dude, that's so... So you said the word, 1985, and I'm looking at this photo of Newman University on Instagram, and one of the girls in the front row was wearing a sweatshirt that says 1985. Coincidence? They knew we were going to talk about (laughs) this. They used their goddamn time machine. Wait a second. They... Oh, my God. They did. Wait. Her head is slowly disappearing from this photo. (laughs) Oh, Oh my God. We better take a break. All right, listen. uh, We are not only going to have Nims Persia on the Mountaineer, but we're also going to (laughs) have... Man about town? No, no this is from Back, back to the, the Future. future. <laughs> uh, Tobias Harris will be joining us. Ford had a great game last night. I bet he's eating a lot of cookies today. Yeah, so damn right. Talk to him about that, and uh, another chance to win some goodies from our friends at Primo Hogas. He'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. MMR rocks the Black Keys. Dropping in for a summer showdown Saturday, July 30th at BB&T Pavilion. Listen to Pierre and the Preston and Steve show all this week to win your way in. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. MMR VIPs, click contests at WMMR.com for another chance to win. 93.3 WMMR and the Black Keys. Everything that rocks. Uh, By the way, today, National Dark Chocolate Day, trying something out, playing some clips that have the word chocolate in it. If you can identify this, and we've got this Primo Hoagies gift card, name this movie that mentions chocolate. So you go back there and you tell old rich Mr. Chocolate Man that he ain't closing me down. All right, 215-263-WMMR. I'll play it one more time for you. So you go back there and you tell old rich Mr. Chocolate Man that he ain't closing me down. All right, you know what movie that's from. Mm -hmm. Give us a call right now because we have some goodies up for grabs. All right, we'll see who we can find that knows this clip. So you go back there and you tell old rich Mr. Chocolate Man that he ain't closing me down. I'm going to go to uh, Chris and see if he knows. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, hi, good morning. All right, buddy. Get what? Zooks. Get Zooks. Zooks to you, sir. <laughs> uh, Chris, what movie is that from? A League of Their Own. It is, yes. <laughs> Hang on, dude, because we are going to give you... A $50 gift card, and that is from our friends at Primo's, and you can make your big game party Primo with a catering tray from Primo Hoagies. Order in advance or order online at primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It is a Primo. And thank you to Jay and the Ardmore Primo store for bringing the goodies by. So, you may not want to eat for this next segment that we're going to talk about. Oh, man. (laughs) Kathy... Told us last night on a little phone call, and she prefaced this by saying, I want to share something with you guys. And he goes, she says, because we're family, and we can talk about these but, things. By the way, Casey was not uh, on the call at this point, so no. this is going to be a surprise for, he yeah, for Casey. I go, what did I just walk into? And you guys said, you just tomorrow. wait till tomorrow. Yeah, I said, okay. Yeah, so you, you, you want to try something out, I, I believe? Do. Yeah, okay. I want to try something out. And when I say we're family, I mean us in the room and everyone that listens right. to the show. Exactly. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so I'm going to try a menstrual cup. <laughs> oh, oh, man. A menstrual oh, cup. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, a cup. I'm so surprised. Uh, yeah, uh, a cup. Me too. Uh, and, and, and no small part. 
Because <laughs> your reaction anytime Preston has ever brought this up is just complete revulsion. And That's so, what like, we thought. The, the, the fact that you're coming around on it, and I've heard a lot of people rave about it. Uh, I'm proud of you. I think that there's a, like a step in the right direction. Yes. I didn't even know they still existed. I thought that this was a thing of from years ago. Now, listen, I don't know. I don't know nothing about men's right, right, yes. and all that. But uh, I, I, it seems antiquated to me. Well, so I think it's becoming a little more popular because they're saying that there's benefits to it. It's safer than wearing a tampon. It holds more uh, so you can go throughout the day, um, you know, without having to change it. It's better for the environment, oh, things okay. like that. Okay, so when you're saying it holds more, are we talking like a court or what? I, well, Steve, I haven't used it yet. So. I don't know, and that's um, part of my issue. I, I wanted to, I'm hoping uh, that Mother Nature, uh, the flow, kind of goes along and I get it on the weekend because I'd love to try it not having to come right. to work. Well, yeah. isn't that a big, well, you would mention in passing last night that that was one of the things they mentioned, don't take your first cup out for a spin while you're going into work. Yeah, so apparently, yeah. So I, I'm on a group text with um, my girlfriends. and The cuppers. I think <laughs> that three out of the. Yeah, couple. Three out of the five of us use it, and they were, like, oh. raving about it. Go, the, go for No, you have to. Here's the one I use. Here's the one I use. There's, you know, different options out there. Um, and so, Do they have Yetis? <laughs> <laughs> so me and the one girl who, who don't use it, um, you know, we were like, okay, well, what's, like, give us the, the what should we do? And the suggestions were... Um, don't try to take it out the first time, at least, or until you get used to it, um, anywhere but your own home and possibly even the shower. Cause okay, can right. not, at, not at the mall. Right. Like, yeah. well, well, that's what I'm worried about. You know, I'm like, not on all white Wednesdays. Well, and so my other, <laughs> all white Wednesday, my other issue is, um, yeah, how much does it hold? Cause, so, right. Again, so yeah. as, as Preston said, we don't know, you know, nothing about this. And, and, and I too thought it was something like an antiquated, yeah. you know, turn of the, Last century sort of thing, uh, but but so I do understand that it's it's uh, it's probably you know uh, very safe. Uh, the purpose is it will will it stop any flow? Will it will it? Yeah, well, yes. So it, it basically dams it up, correct? Yeah, it it, it holds it. So right. when you take it out, it's still there, yeah. and you yeah. have to you know clean your cup and stuff I, like that. But I never see. You don't see ads for the no. You know what I mean? Like no. like tampon commercials it, are a regular thing. The cup might be too much for for like a television Maybe. commercial. I know why we were talking about this. I had a bizarre file story That's of a it. guy who was drinking tequila out of it. Yeah, yeah. He right. thought it was a shot glass. Oh, and it was a menstrual cup, and and uh, and his uh, girlfriend or wife had posted it online, and that's how we that's got talking yeah. about it. Okay, that so was... I don't know, okay. Kathy, listen, uh, we don't know nothing about menstrual cycles here, but how many pints will you, uh, I... on, a, on a heavy flow day? How many pints? How, um, how many one, gallons? I'm not measuring them. Okay. Um, case, I don't know. That's the problem, because these menstrual cups are, they're not huge. No. So, no. I mean, right. I'm guessing they're made for the average, to hold the average woman's... Okay, so so Stuff. In, in the demonstration we're looking at here, Kathy, the woman dips a, a tampon down into some, which we assume is actual... Uh, I don't think it's actual blood. blood. <laughs> I think it's probably uh, water. It, it, it obviously then, uh, it, it becomes uh, larger, and that's... So it basically serves as a plug. I mean, for you this... Would com- do this, you would do this every... The, for how many days during your normal... Cycle. Cycle. Like the, the tampon? Yeah, like four or five days? Yeah, I mean, yeah... Excuse me. It depends. And do you, um, do you pour that into a larger jug that you no, keep by the front stop. door? <laughs> but like, it's so. It's like my belly button lint collection. Oh, I haven't started. Yeah, oh, good. Thank you. Please talk. The other thing is, and I've watched videos and not graphic videos, like the videos that right. we're watching here. Sure. Of how to uh, put it in place? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, how many guys do you need? Well, to have? I know. 
I mean, honestly, my mom come over for the video that we're watching. It's it's not. They don't have to use a blood red liquid. They could use like a blue liquid. Well, I think they're they're wow. trying to be accurate. Yeah, we don't need blue. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. No, that's you're thinking of the Smurf cup. But like when they do like diaper commercials, they don't like use brown water. You know, they okay. use a blue water. It's a little icky for Casey yeah, yeah. seeing the red. There, do you know what the, you know what brand you're going to go for, Kath? Well, so here's the thing. Mm. I purchased um, one. I just went to Target and I purchased the one at Target. It's called like a Himalayan salt menstrual so, cup. However. So However, there's my girlfriend uses a site called Lola, and uh, this is sort of like environmentally safe, you know, chemical-free type of uh, products for women. So I may order one from here, Nick, and and try this one. Cause the Lola. Here's, well, because here's the thing: there, there's different ones, and and the one from Target has like um, Lola. Because what I've also heard is it can cut. You might have to like. Dig around a little to get it out. Bad choice so. of words. Well, somebody somebody texted in, and by the way, we're getting a lot of positive response from uh, women listeners. Yes, uh, male listeners, um, not so much, n- not as much. Sorry, I don't think guys. we I don't think we understand it. But well, it, so there's uh, um, one of the female listeners uh, recommended Kathy that there's one with a longer tip at the bottom well, of so it. So that's what I was worried about that that's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I, also, Casey, there's a great uh, documentary that you should watch. It's called Period End of Sentence. <laughs> I feel like I watched it, or or no, it won a bunch of I was going to say Grammys, uh, Oscars, and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I okay. believe one of the producers is local. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's about something that happens to half of the population on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And so um, it, it really just dives into... <laughs> I might want to watch it. it period, end of story? Period, end of sentence. A per- period, end of sentence. Yeah. Are you thinking of the sequel? Yeah, I mean, um, there's, there's a lot of, like... Um, so um, I, I read this book uh, about this gentleman. Quit <laughs> no, I know. Uh, but it, this guy tried to live a uh, an Orthodox Jewish lifestyle for an entire year. He is Jewish. But he's not Orthodox. And so one of the um, traditions of you know, Orthodox Jews is that they, when their spouse is on her period, they don't touch them. Right. And, and right. so for the longest time, they thought that it was a um, like kind of the sexist sort of mis- like, oh, oh, gross, get away from me. And it was more uh, what he found out was more of like a mourning <laughs> Uh, 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 the, oh, uh, the loss okay. of the of the possibility of having a child. Okay. So when, when you are shedding, huh. yeah, that, I, don't, I, don't, really I don't judge. I, I find that that very interesting. In this yeah. case, to me, it would seem because I know there there have been issues with stuff like. Um, uh, the, you know, uh, tampons and things of that toxic nature. Shock, they, they toxic, toxic shock, shock and yeah, all yeah. those sort of situations. Although apparently- this would seem to be, to me, it actually would seem fairly easy. That in the, I was watching the demo video. She sort of she sort of rolls it up. And which allows um, for you to uh, place it where it needs to be. And then once you that, let go of it, it expands it to what you need up. it to be. Right. I, yeah, I'm still worried about the, yeah, p- putting it in place. Right. By the way, so I, or do they have different sizes of them, do you know? Well, so I didn't know Jeez, this. You, you said you're using the Joe Namath brand. No, stop it. <laughs> God, jeez, Steve. Where did you come up with that? <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe Namath. I'm not a woman, and I don't even pretend I know what goes on down there. <laughs> Preston, I think there are sizes. I'm looking now here. It says mini, size one, and size two, and okay. then you can click the size. So for the ad campaign, this would be for the regular size. Yeah, a couple. And the mini would be? couple. There you go. Oh, it actually, a couple. It actually a couple. Go, goes by uh, the sizes are, are based on your age because I guess um, right. your flow changes uh. as you age. So if you are 30 or older, so that wouldn't be me, um, that's a size two. <laughs> oh, so, so under 30 is size one, and then the mini are for um, I mean, first-time users. We're watching the, the again, Double. so this seems, 
So, Kathy, the little nubby at the end that one would use to extract would seem to be about kind of the the similar purpose of the string. Right. So yes. what you're looking at right now, that's similar to um, what my friend uses. But the one that I got from Target, the little nubby is like is kind of long. So that's why I don't know if it's so uncomfortable. To, to, to paint the picture, gentlemen, yeah. if I will. <laughs> The uh, Sorry, the again. cup itself looks like the front end of a like a like a World War II bomb that you yes. see dropped <laughs> right yeah, uh, yeah. In, in exactly video footage of of World War II. So anyhow, but it's got a, it's also got a little um, little spire that sticks out from it, sort of an extended nipple a little handle, a little extended nipple, like yeah. a very lengthy nipple, if you will. Right, uh, and that is what. Now we're looking at some that actually have a ring on them. I right. guess these are reusable ones, Kathy. Oh, are those are disposable. Party ones? No, they're reusable. You okay. wash them, which is why it's. Environmentally uh, better, better. Okay, and it seems to be of a very malleable um, polyurethane sort of yeah. thing. Um, I do see the merit in this on yeah. one level. I think it might be a way I would go. So, let me ask you one thing, and again, not to be. Um, and then she, I, <laughs> oh yeah, no. At this point, go ahead. She's showing to me that they do have the Joe name of the brand on Amazon. <laughs> the the uh, that <laughs> with the tampon, you are also. Um, <laughs> sort of cleaning the area when you extract. Can you extract oh. this? Oh, wait, what do you mean? Like cleaning as in you think yeah. taking the tampon out is cleaning? It does. does it? Cotton no. Swab, no. Okay. no. I don't okay. know. Yeah. No, because... I only wipe t- my butt. No, think about it. It's like, it's saturated, so <laughs> yeah. not yeah. so much. No, okay, really oh, that makes anything. sense. I'm By just, the way. I was just curious if that served a purpose that I was unaware of. On this cup, to describe that little tip again, if you were a guy <laughs> and you had one of these hands, you would take your finger and flick it and go, noise. Now I know you're okay. Now that I hear it explained, yeah. it seems actually more mm-hmm. cleanly, mm-hmm. right? Just the extraction process seems like it would be difficult because you're talking about something that's not plugged, it's not uh, saturated into something. It's it's in it's a cup. Exactly. Yeah. You and you got to gotta pull it. that cup out and there could be spillage. It's like, like playing a game of operation. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. But like that. Will your nose light up if you hit the edges of your... <laughs> <laughs> but you want to do think, it in the shower, right? Okay? I, I think the... Oh, in the shower, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think the yeah. shower is a good idea. You now, wouldn't do it uh, while standing on the console here in the studio, I right? Mean, right? No, I, I think I'm not going to go that far. Right. But if you were at work and you didn't obviously have the shower, would you then have two cups, like take one out, put the other one in? Because... You, I, listen, I, I I don't know how these things work, but like if you took it out and then you had to like clean it in the sink, right? You couldn't do that because you're still I expelling think that's things, right? True, but I think also the point of this is you can go much longer than a tampon, so okay. so you're not going. To, you can go to work for the day. And then come home and change. And if you have three of them at work, you could set up like a little three-card Monty <laughs> game with a little ball underneath one of the cups. Ooh, on, watch the ball. Which one has the ball? Two more and you have a flight. That two? Yeah. I yeah. have a flight of menstrual fluid. Hey, um, Kathy, what does an ablation do? Because uh, I hear like some women after having babies will have an ablation oh, to help with the flow. Jerry Lewis invented that, right? <laughs> ablation Light. Uh, um, Case, I'm not exactly sure, but my guess is that it um, helps with the, because your flow gets heavier. Okay. I think okay. a lot of times okay. as you age. All right. Calls from ladies who either approve or disapprove. I want to hear. Uh, let's go to Rebecca, first of all. Hi, Rebecca. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, that was well done, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, what's up? <laughs> um, so I have been a cup wearer for many years. I actually started with the disposable soft cups. 
um, which are really easy to use, and you can actually wear them during sex. All right, so so let me just ask again, as a as a com- completely ignorant to this, uh, they, so they make them in both disposable and reusable. Yeah, so the disposable ones, I just kind of wanted to start out with to try them out, but they do also work for twelve hours, so like mm. you get that long term use out of them. Okay, tampons, you know. Yeah, and, and you prefer it. I absolutely do. So it's like, it's super easy to use. There is, so the new one that I use, the Diva Cup, um, there is like a suction that forms um, to prevent it from leaking. So I typically change in the shower. Now, am I reading correctly that it says here on what you were going to comment on that you can have sex while you have it in? Absolutely. So there is another one that I got. I haven't tried yet, but it's similar to the soft cup that doesn't have that little nub. Um, so it, it's kind of more like a saucer, and it does not leak when you're having sex, and it doesn't poke anything that's poking in you. Wow. Okay, so, okay. so uh, okay, uh, uh, and again, so, we, we, we're, we're trying to uh, slalom this, uh, because sure. listen, there is... There is so much. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. We get away with as guys with not having to to operate all this additional plumbing and concern and so on yeah. and so forth. So my, I, I would I would endeavor in every way to to make it easier to oh my gosh, to, yes. to use. So I, Listen, I, I completely. Uh, my 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 heart and my my accolades go to anyone who's attempting to juggle that kind of stuff. Rochelle has had difficulty with it her entire oh life. Oh my god! Okay, so it's not easy for her. No, every, every single time. Yeah, so she's got some above and beyond issues, and it can be it can be. Uh, it's it's very horrible. tough. And I, I feel horrible for her yeah. every time that it happens, and it's just she's she's been going to doctors for years to try and figure out what's wrong. Yeah, and they can't figure it out. And you know that that here. It, no pun. It's like you, the the clock is ticking to your next encounter with it, mm-hmm. and that's yeah, it's, it's coming. No matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. So my friend who uses it just texted me, and she said, "No way, I would not have sex with it." Okay. Well, I guess she said there's a different kind that's like a saucer. So, okay. I, what does I, I it say know. as far as the, uh, on the under the Joe Namath specs there? <laughs> Stop. But wait, I'm, so I I read about you know putting it in place, but there's also you can read about removing it, and it's first the first step is wash your hands, the second step is uh, relax. Okay, it's a picture of Joe Namath holding yeah. a football guard yeah. with, with 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 my cup. Go deep. <laughs> Yeah, a cup. Hi, I'm Broadway Joe. Oh my God! Now, I'm not saying I know a lot about lady parts, but I do know. All right, let me go to Kelly. Hey there, Kelly. Good morning, it. Good, Good morning, morning it. it, Kelly. What's up? I love this conversation so much. I've been encouraging my friends to switch for months now. Okay, and are you being met with deaf ears, or are they opening up about it? So I think they have the same concerns as Kathy with, um, you know, inserting, removing, and then how much it holds, too. Mm -hmm. I think it's so much better than tampons. Again, it does make sense. And once you go to it, you're never going to go back. Like When people who switch, they they are committed to it. Kelly, how long ago did you make the switch? So I'm actually pretty new to it. I just switched over the summer. Oh, okay. And... I'm actually pregnant now, so it's not like Oh, so you well, don't need her right now. Can, can I ask you also, um, so in the course of an average day, and Kathy, please feel free to chime in, uh, uh, chime in, I should say, um, how often would one normally replace a tampon during the course of a day? Oh, uh, oh my God. Or, and Kelly. Kelly, yeah, depending on, I assume, what you're used to emitting. And which day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would say 
at least five to six. So right five now. to six. So you could get away with this for like 12 hours? That's what they oh, say. Oh, yeah. I only use it two to three. I probably switch it out two to three times a day. Oh, wow. I'd be in. I'd be in. So that would be to, to, to avoid to... doing that five, six times a day to just doing one shot. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Totally. And, and Kelly, I'm going to do it now. Yeah. Kelly, when you remove it, um, you like you wash it and then put the same one back in? Yeah. So I just rinse it out. Um, you boil it. You're supposed to boil it one Stick them in a stew. Cycle. So it's usually one like... One string exactly. a cycle. Okay. <laughs> nice. And Kathy, like, we can buy you these as gifts and stuff, like different colors uh, and things like that. We can get you one that says world's best boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to get mm. menstrual cup in the mail yeah. now. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Listen, we have loads of people on the line that want to talk about this. I... But we have to take a break. Um, can I go to one more? Yeah, I, I would yeah, like... Yeah, okay. yeah we right, need to read. Let, let me go to Rachel. This. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Rachel? The cup. Gadzooks. I've been using the cup for a while. I'm on my third one. Okay. You're supposed to throw them out about every two years um, or a little less. But, you know, there's a measuring tool on the inside. So, Kathy, you could actually measure how much you are okay. letting go. Okay. Got it. Got it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, it, as you pull it out, it's got little notches on the side of it that tells uh-huh. you how much. Okay. On the inside, it actually says, like, quarter ounce, half ounce. Wow. Okay. wow. Okay. So this. It's that, like a jigger. It's exactly. Like a, like, yeah. 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 On the rocks, please. <laughs> right. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Good luck. I love uh, it. All, all right, right, Rachel. Thank thanks you, Rachel. for the heads up. That's what, I mean, anybody who uses them, that's what they say. Like, you're never going to go back once Listen, you get it down. Reducing the amount of times you have to swap it out. Yep. Uh, it appears to be less detrimental to the environment. Uh, also, it appears to be. Um, uh, just in general, more hygienic. Nick, did you see any negatives on the text board? Because I didn't see any, and it's... I didn't see any negative calls either. No, I mean, just people who are eating their breakfast. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. But uh, for I'd say, like, for half the audience, this is a really relatable topic. All right. Most definitely. Nice. Okay. And uh, and those of us who are married are probably concerned about our ladies as well, about mm-hmm. that whole thing. So, so, so if you have a, yes. Yeah. Uh, I would like to applaud Kathy Romano for being so <laughs> forthcoming. No pun intended. No pun intended with her uh, with her personal life. I will let you know how it goes. Please keep us updated. <laughs> let's uh, let's start posting your flow chart. Okay. And let's air, let's uh, add Joe Namath and see if you can get an endorsement. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in a moment. We will have uh, Nims Persia, the Nepalese mountaineer, the Netflix documentary Fourteen Peaks. Nothing is impossible is available now. And then after that, we're gonna talk to Tobias Harris. Yeah. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. It's freezing outside, so bring MMR inside. Say, Alexa, open MMR. Don't tell me what to do. Please, Alexa. Okay, since you asked nicely. Now playing WMMR live stream. We have a guest who we are going to welcome to the show. He's a fascinating individual. He is a world record holder, and I'm not talking like eating the most donuts in 60 seconds or something like that. Yeah, the exact opposite. This guy has climbed the 14 tallest peaks in the world in the shortest amount of time, and I mean like a ridiculously short amount of time, shattered the former record. Uh, There is a uh, Netflix documentary that is called 14 Peaks that is available, and he is our first guest on our new fancy schmancy Zoom hookup system mm. that we have here, and let's pray to God it works. Uh, please welcome Nims Perja. This morning, Nims, good morning to you. Good morning to you all, brother. How are you all doing today? Ah, we're, we're doing fantastic. Listen, we are in awe of your achievements. Uh, we also think you're a little bit crazy for doing what you do. Uh, you and the whole group of people that do what you do. When when did this fascination of 
not just breaking the record, but just mountaineering in general, just climbing and so on. Did that catch at an early age? No, you know, I only started climbing for the first time when I was 30 year old. Okay. And uh, a lot of people think, you know, like, you know, I probably from the mountain region, I was born there, not not really, guys, you know. I was born in the most warmest, like like at 37 degrees, 40 degrees Celsius, <laughs> and the most flatted part of Nepal. So, yeah, I started very late in the season. But again, you know, it shows like, you know, to everybody out there, it's never too late to start anything new, right? Yeah. Well, this is what the whole movie 14 Peaks, Nothing is Impossible uh, is about, and it is riveting. My wife and I watched it. She was watching through her fingers or uh, at certain points because it's that tense and that amazing. 14 of the highest peaks, over 8,000 meters, and you wanted to do it inside seven months. It took just over six months for you. The previous gentleman who appears in the movie, Reinhold Meisner, he did it without oxygen over the course of 16 years. And he's he sings your praises and your group because, I mean, my wife kept saying, and I kept saying this, Nims, you are a superhero. You are you are beyond human in your physicality. There's one point where you climb Everest. I'm going to get botch the names, but two neighboring peaks in 48 hours. I mean, that's astonishing. D- did you did you have an inclination as a kid or any idea that you possessed this superior physicality? Um, not really, buddy. Look, again, you know, this is the reason why, um, you know, when I first said, like, look, I'm going to go and climb all the 14 peaks in seven months, and people were like, you know, people who understand it, what it takes to climb a 14 or even one 8,000-meter peak, they were like, Nims, it's impossible, because people have tried 14 times, like, that's 14 years to climb one 8,000-meter peak. Yeah. They haven't been able to do it. So... A lot of things can have an impact. So that's why people were saying that, you know, I'm crazy. Even the Red Bull was saying, yeah, names all good, but it's like you saying that I'm going to swim swimming to the moon. So I was like, oh, okay, hang on. But the, the point here was, like, I had always believed in myself. I knew that I had the bigger purpose, why I was doing it, and the purpose were very simple. Literally, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your background is, you can always show the world that nothing is impossible. And in line with that, the, the Nepalese climbing community, the Sherpas, we have always been in shadows. So I wanted to oblige the name of the Nepalese climbing community. And those big purposes is what it gave me the energy. Well, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people may not realize they are familiar with your work. But for anyone who saw that amazing photo of people cued sort of waiting to get to the summit of Everest that went viral all over the world. That line of people, you took that photograph. Yeah, and New York Times didn't even get, give me the credit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Wow. <laughs> I have, you know what? I have a question about that photo, Nims, and uh, I've, I've heard that it's a little bit misleading that, that it was that busy that particular right. day because people have been waiting the weather out for so long to get up there. Yes, so now I have the opportunity to correct it, and people need to please listen to this. So, in this society, in this day and age, we always wanted to lower the people down. For example, if you're working, let's say, in some firm, and there are like, like 25 people, and if one of your friends go and climb Everest, people will say, oh, nowadays everybody climb Everest. 
Mm-hmm. Well, hang on, you don't know that. <laughs> and just to give you an example, just because 10,000 people run London Marathon or whatever marathon it is, that doesn't become easier. Mm. It's still it's a full marathon, right? Just yeah. yeah. Many people are doing it. It never simplifies that. So it's still a tough. Now the perspective of the queue, look, it takes two months to climb Everest. Not everybody has got the privilege. People sometimes sell their house, empty all their savings to come and climb. Normally, you would have, let's say, five good weather windows or six good weather windows so people can go at different times. But it was one of that year where in whole of this age, there's only one good weather window. And everybody wanted to go on that day. And even none of the really fatalities happened on that day, to be honest. But it's just like, you know, people wanted to grab that picture and make the huge, in the huge headlines massively misinterpreted. So well, still, I hope people will listen and correct themselves. No, I, and, and I agree. And, and honestly, anyone who can do it is amazing. What you did uh, and what your, your group of, of uh, Nepalese, you know, uh, uh, mountain climbers as well. And you're right to, to the accolade should be given to the Sherpa and anybody who, who does this and does this so competently and saves lives. Each of the mountains, Nims, as it's being presented in the documentary, is almost like a titan, like a like a god um, in its own right, with its own personality. And you start with this mountain I had not heard of, Annapurna, which is this gigantic mountain that is constantly avalanching and raging and and all of this stuff. And, And so that's what you start with. Uh, and, and then you you go yeah. through. Is that how you perceive the mountains? Do you perceive them as as entities, or to, or is it just a slab of rock to you? Man, look, you know, the first thing, you know, why I went to climb those mountains. There's a good reason. So imagine, you know, Nims came from really humble background, nothing, barefoot. Then in my time, like thirty-two thousand people is between eighteen and twenty-one went for the Gurkha selection, the British Gurkha selection, only 230 minutes. So you take pride in that, right? Yeah. Then again, moving on in my career, you know, I was the first guy ever to pass the selection for SBS, which is equivalent to the US SEAL Team 6, right? So again, now not only that, serving with the Special Forces for four years and then going around the world doing crazy stuff. Honestly, guys, you're saying... You're invincible. You think like you don't like you don't really care about anybody. You know, you think like, you know, yeah, even he's building or whatever, you don't give a shit because you know you have done shit, you know all these things. So you literally think you are that invincible. But when I went to the mountain, it really made me humble, brother. It really made me like it put me into the box, saying that, well, the nature has always good thing to say. Yeah. And that's how that's why I started doing it, because it makes you feel very humble, um, and also it simplifies loads of stuff. In this day and age, we worry about so many things, so many things, right? You know, but you don't need to have a lot to have the happiness. Life can be simplified, and the adventure is what it gives you all this joy, happiness, and, and everything. So, yeah, that's how. that's why I started climbing, you know, when I was like, 
nearly 21-year-old, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I mean, it, it's so impressive, Nims. Mm. I've been fascinated by mountain climbing since I read Into Thin Air about, um, uh, you know, the ascent on Everest that, that was uh, deadly for so many people. Um, and, and the documentary, 14 Peaks, really is just a fascin- fascinating look into what you did and, and what your fellow climbers did. I'm also blown away by the ability to make a movie like that at all. What Jimmy Chin and the mm. crew at Netflix are able to do, and getting that footage is just... Almost to me as impressive as the climb itself. So, how long have you had a relationship with Jimmy, and and when did this uh, idea for the documentary start to come together and think uh, we can actually make a movie out of this? Well, so look again. You know, I grew up in this family where we had chicken on the on the first floor. We used to live in the rent, right? And then the the ground floor was where we used to, to live, and it was it was really tough. Like we didn't even have a TV in our house. I used to go around the neighbor's house and and kind of you know like try to try to sneak in through the window and they would say like hey get away. But from that point again, you know, this whole fourteen picks was sought by myself and my team. Okay. Yeah. So can you all hear me? Is yeah. Yeah. Good? Yep. Yeah. That, that, no. That, that's that's a, it's a, it's an amazing thing that again footage like you've never seen. And Nims, if I if yeah, I may, yeah. Just, go ahead. So, so to move into that one again, you know, like I had this vision to show the world, like the picture in his six thousand word. So we grabbed, you know, more than hundred hours of footage. Then we got to UK. Then Noah got involved, and Jimmy was Jimmy and Conrad Anchor guys. You know they. They supported me so much. You know, they are like my brothers. And Jimmy got involved, Chai got involved, and they put things into perspective. And Netflix, you know, I must have to say thank you to them because they managed me or they helped me to tell the story worldwide. So, you know, thank you to everybody you know, who, who played a great role in this endeavor. Well, I, I can't overstate just how impressive and how moving uh, the, the documentary is. There are points in the in the documentary, you've just come down off this Annapurna. You guys, your group finds out group that, that there is a another, uh, there's a, a climber trapped on the mountain. Mm. You get helicoptered back up and rescue this guy. There's another situation that does not work out so well. Where on a, on another mountain, one of the peaks, you encounter another man who's dying. You guys basically give him all of your oxygen, waiting for eleven, twelve hours for help yeah. that does not come. I mean, very powerful. These are like major life issues, and and show the metal of a person how they confront these things. And this is a constant throughout the movie. I mean, I, I again, it is so incredibly impressive. Uh, and I wanted to ask you because you talk about feeling. Uh, invincible until you got to the mountains. There's a story you relay about um, when you're in the military and you're, if people couldn't quite hear, you were in an elite force called the Gurkha uh, and you are on a rooftop and a sniper shoots at you. Explain what happened. So, so the guys, you know, for me, what you have all seen in the 14 picks is I was on the special forces mission Um with, with the SBS, not actually okay, SBS. So I'm doing a TA1, you know, target takeover in this sensitive area. And um, what you saw was just I got pinged by a sniper. I fell from two-story building, fully blooded. My primary weapon was out of the out of use. But what you didn't see is what happened afterwards. So 
Yes, my weapon was completely useless. So I had a pistol. I keep fighting for seven hours. Just only one pistol before I get the resub on my primary weapon. And why I was doing this? Even I was asked to leave the battlefield and go in the in the hospital. What I believe is the centrality of the mission. You know, for me, like if I go, that means that's one less special forces operator in the ground. That's one less set of you know, night visions on the ground. That's one less set of you know arc covering on the ground, and that would have a impact on the mission. I have to look after my teammates, mm. and hence why I, I keep fighting. I was there, and you know we managed to to achieve the goal, and then we were only we were only kind of you know like pull our helis and we left that area only forty eight hours after. So yeah, this is me. I think. Well, uh, listen, it's it's impressive, but. Preston, just to explain, he had he had his his rifle up to the side of his face. The sniper shoots him. It happens to hit the stock of right. the. I mean, and so yeah. yeah, I mean, you should have been history at that point. Which <laughs> it's, it's astonishing. So I listen. We want you around for a long time, and I know you're not indestructible. But um, <laughs> maybe you need to sit down every once in a while. <laughs> uh. I, oh, do you have yeah. it? Do you have any further adventures on on your list, Nims? That uh, that you want to get to after conquering this? Um, yes, brother. So I have a guiding company called Elite Expert. Uh, I got two other Serpa brothers who are um, who are also partner with me in this. Um, so I just came from guiding in Antarctica, but now I'm going to guide on Everest. Um, so Migma, myself, and we all will be on Everest guiding. But more importantly, what we're also doing is, look, Earth is our home. We need to look after it. You know, I'm not Jeff Bezos with billion dollars or, you know, like Elon Musk. I cannot change everything, but I'm playing my part. Whatever I can do to protect our planet. So I have announced the Big Mountain Cleanup Project. Uh, the aim is to clean all the rubbish, everything from Everest, from Campo. So Campo is death, at the death zone, 8,000 meters. And, um, yeah, so it's not only for the sustainability, but it's also for the safety. Sometimes people clip in the wrong rope and, and they fall to death. So yeah. I'll be doing that in April and May. Um, I have got on my charity and foundations. I hope, you know, some big corporates, especially from the mountain part, will, will support. They haven't at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, brother, this is this is where I am now trying to give back to the society, to, to, to the community. But you know what? Again, it's standby for the big world records. There will always be something surprising, you know? Yeah, all right. And, uh, Nims, we should also mention the book. Uh, there's a kid's version of it, but it's called Beyond Possible. Yeah. And so uh, this is out at National Geographic, uh, published it. And so um, uh, the name of the book is Beyond Possible. You want to talk about that for a second? Yes, look, not everybody likes everybody, okay? I don't expect that everybody will like Nimsai. I get it, you know, but keep the ego to a side. Every kid should look at this book because it's the story of a man who believes in himself, a story of a man who works so hard, a story of a person where... The whole world was going against it, saying that it's impossible, but who believe in himself or herself to 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 move on. So for everybody, all parents out there, you probably may not like this guy, but for your kids and all that, do a favor. You know, they need to read it and they could you never know where this book and what inspiration they can get away from this journey and can be, you know, the next legend for him or herself. Well, no, no, honestly, there's so much to be inspired by this at whatever level you... 
again, even even uh, you know Reinhold my, uh, Messner says um, you know he says uh, he he doesn't like people who say I'm going to do this. He likes people who do it. And and, uh, and so you know to, to find that thing that passion of yours that's obviously what what motivated you. Uh, and and uh, again. So you got this documentary out of the way. You did the fourteen, and then you know, as, as Nick was mentioning, um, yeah. you just did Antarctica. G- give us your next insanely crazy challenge that you're going to place upon yourself. Well, for that, you got to stay tuned, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I have a question, Nims. So the, this doc, this documentary, Netflix is is phenomenal, but so is also a documentary, uh, Free Solo, with Alex uh, Handel. And I, I yeah. know that you guys know each other. Now, does that guy do stuff that you wouldn't try to do? Is he crazy, or what is your, your perception of him? No, he he is insanely good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I, I wouldn't be able to go and climb like him, you know, and I have respect for what he does, and, and that's why, as I said, you know, what I do probably... What, oh, somebody's calling. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> calling, like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's, it's it's no one. So I think, look, I have a huge respect for all my It's <laughs> Alex. It's Alex. <laughs> He's calling right now. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call you back when I'm done. Because uh, it's interesting, uh, the interview here. Ready? Got that? Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay. So look, you know... Reference Alex and amazing and all. I won't be able to do what he does. Phenomenal. But again, a thousand meter is my playground. You know, yeah, I'm happy yeah. to like you know. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but I just want to do one one quick mention of a thing. There's I, I, the mountain. I believe was Nanga Parbat. Was I'm, I'm mispronouncing yeah. it. You you take a slide down that mountain. Preston, you had a story earlier of someone sliding yeah, down Mount Hood. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it was it how many how many meters did you slide down? You're you're, you're like you're cascading down this mountain, flipping all over. You manage by the sheer grace and ability to grab a rope. How far did you fall down that mountain? I fall exactly around one hundred meters, and this is just like you know. It was just a kind gesture to to give a rope to somebody else who was so scared and they wanted the rope for themselves. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm super experienced and I can just come off the rope and do it. But I didn't pay attention. I was just like not giving 100% to the now. And that's when people make mistakes. And Mm. I made mistakes. Coming off the rope is not, you know, it's not rocket science. It's okay. But my my mistake was not taking that seriously that, hey, now I'm, I'm jumping off from safety do not safety now give 100%. Right. So I didn't speak off quick enough. And then because of the negligence, I fall. And But it's, it's amazing, you know, like when you serve in these special forces, you kind of, you can you can break things down. And uh, I tried to self-arrest two times. I couldn't. And I started even tumbling even faster. And I was like, oh, my God. Like I was thinking like, okay, now I have to do something. And I saw a, a rope in my peripheral vision. And I went and I just like, Boom! Grab it, right? And I was like, and I was like, oh my god! And I was like, but I know people were watching, and they were like, oh, this is the guy from Fourteen Peaks, and people are still, you know. So I stand up, grab my goggles, um, put it on, sunglasses, uh-huh. 
just said it slow and I just like walked down like nothing had happened but <laughs> inside yeah. you're scared to death oh my god wow well, it happens to yeah. everybody even a superhero like you uh Nibs, yeah. it's, it's it's an amazing achievement uh what what an amazing life and 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 you're happy doing it that's what we love about uh what you do so uh like you said we'll we'll stay tuned and we'll find out what your next project is going to yeah. be and I'm sure it will be amazing but thanks for joining us this morning we appreciate it Hey, to everybody, team out there, thank you so much for having me with you all. And to everyone, if you want to follow this story, you know, you can find Nimstai in all over the socials and, you know, the website nimstai.com. Once again, thank you for your support and love. Thank you. Thank you. Let's hear for Nimstai. Nims for you. Uh, It is called 14 Peaks. And uh, that's just... That is another level of human beings. That is that is the elite, is what it is. So he he was, and, and he I don't know if you could quite hear, but he said that basically he was in the SEAL Team Six of, of of his um you know of the Gurkhas, uh, and and so he uh, they they put him to Nick. You can echo this amazement. Uh, they put him through a physical test when he's preparing for the mountain climbing, and he's they have him on this exercise bike, and he's he's you know got a mask over his face with the oxygen and so on and so forth. And his level, they do a check on his level of, uh, uh, you know, ability to to keep his oxygen level high and just his his physicality. And the the, the testing guy is looking at it. And he cannot believe the level at which he's able to operate. Which, you know what, I want to point something out. And I, and I appreciate the optimism and I appreciate the confidence when people... Of his ilk, say you know you can do anything you yeah. want to do. Not really. <laughs> you, know, you can you can yeah. you can push yourself and you can achieve certain things, but there's only a handful of people that can do certain things. They literally are climbing a mountain, and people have started well before them. They pass them by effortlessly. Oh, yeah. Like they're they're like, hey, how are Dude, you? He said it takes two months to climb Everest. Yeah, he, he did it in. Like half a day or he whatever? Did, and two sister peaks in 48 hours. Right after that, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's really remarkable, like, when they get to base camp, and, and people are just having such a difficult time breathing, because that's I think yeah. that's at nineteen or 20,000 feet. They have 9,000 feet more to go above that. And and when I read it into Thin Air by John Krakauer, he talks about flying into Kathmandu, and, you know, the, the, the cruising elevation for the jet is at 30,000 feet, and he looks out, and he realizes... This is what people are going to climb up to, right. where he's cruising in the in the jet airliner. So it's like it really yeah. is. They take it to a different level, and it's just it's so impressive. He, he encounters a thing called haste, which is a high altitude sort of delirium okay. as he's coming down after having this guy die in his arms. Yeah, uh, and so he's tried to do everything they can to get this guy safe, and he's coming down. Nick, he's walking <clears throat> at nighttime with just one light on his on his head. Uh, and and uh, uh, and so he starts to hallucinate, and he thinks he's seeing Yetis and all that stuff. And it's and he's still got a tremendous distance to go to get down to the base camp. Yeah. Uh, you, how he's alive, I don't know. You can see how people that uh, suffer through that, Steve, like they they start getting delusional. They think yeah. that they're hot. Right. You know, they th- yes. and, and so they'll strip their clothes off. They have no idea where they are. Basically, oh. they're just like they their brain is dying this whole time. Whoa. They get above a certain level, and they just. <laughs> their their body is actively trying to shut down. Yeah, listen, makes her great documentaries. Yes, but yeah. f that. I'm fascinated with the people that 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 have the mindset of uh, because it's there. Uh-huh. Uh, that that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just man. All right, <laughs> you got. Balls. Then you go do it. You go do yeah. that. You make sure you get some good camera wow. coverage because I'm going to enjoy watching that on my couch. Damn, man, uh-huh. that is something else. Well, he's a super nice guy too. Yeah. I love that. 
Um, hey, today is, uh, we have a few minutes before we're going to get to um, Tobias Harris, who's going to be joining us. Yeah. Today is National Dark Chocolate Day. And uh, if you can name this chocolate clip, we have a prize for you. So this is it. It's chocolate. That's chocolate. That's chocolate. All right, 215-263-WMMR. If you know what movie that is from, I'll play it for you one more time. It's chocolate. That's chocolate. That's chocolate. All right, if you know the answer, Primo's gift card, 215-263-WMMR. Again, thank you to Newman University and our engineers here at WMMR who's setting up that uh, Zoom connection for us. And uh, he was in, uh, I don't think we had a, he, he had a great setup where he was, but uh, for us on you this know, end, it was so much better. We never asked where he was. He could be in, yeah. you know. Yeah, it, the other side of the world. For if he know. says Bryn Mawr, I'll be upset. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, we have since we have a couple minutes before we get to, um, uh, Tobias on, I did notice a couple things. I, I don't know if I, if I want to burn up the notice. No, don't burn up the notice. Uh, no, sir. Oh, no, sir. Okay. But... Time killer. Not the time killer. Okay. Right. From yesterday, you, we, Nick wasn't here, but we oh. created a did new character. Did we have character. a theme? All right. right. We did. You know what you should do? Do the uh, the, the, the Terminator theme. It was one of our old ending uh, songs. Oh, yes. Do you remember okay. what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I got it. I got uh, it. And so, all right, so this is the time killer. Okay. I'll kill a little bit of time with... Yeah, there we go. All right, thank you. Uh, so, Wordle, the word game... Uh, which I am now fully engulfed in, and I play every day and can't wait to play it. You only get to play it once a day. Right. Dude, the New York Times purchased it from the guy who designed it. They bought it in the low seven figures, Hmm. which they probably could have held out and he would have charged more for it. Yeah. Uh, But the Times, which has other popular word games, said at, uh, at, uh, it says, quote, at the time it moves to the New York Times, Wordle will be free to play for new and existing players, and no changes will be made to its gameplay. But that does not mean that it's going to stay that way. I guarantee you. They're going to yeah. charge. They're going to tweak they're it. They're going to charge. They're going to charge a subscription, uh-huh. or or you have to subscribe to the New York Times. Dude. I know. Listen, I, dude. <laughs> I hate this crap. And you know what? It's not an app. It's a website. Yeah. It's yeah. a web address you go to. I, I so still, can I? I still have questions about it. Um, okay. So you said you can only play once. I tried it for the first time the other day, and I went through two rounds. Am okay. I on the wrong site? You're probably not on the site. You're probably on an app. Did you download an app? No, no. I did the site, like you said. It, right. Is it WordleGame.org? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. All nope. right. So there's knockoffs there, there's that a are out there. And they play the, pretty much the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's the same concept. A five-letter yeah. word. You try to guess it within five guesses. And, and the, uh, you know, your right and wrong guesses are marked the same way by different colors. And yeah. uh, and it's it's unique. And, and it really does narrow it down. It makes you think. And, and uh, it's a fun uh, little time killer. Uh, but I don't want him to charge for this, no, man. No, please don't. Please don't do that. The guy, he... by the way, real ca- quick, Casey, is an engineer, a uh, software engineer named Josh Wardle. And he created Wordle. That's oh. hence the name. And he originally made it for his partner, but decided to release it publicly in October. Uh, the number of players grew from 90 on November 1st to 300,000 in just too much. And now it's up to millions. Yes. yes. Yeah. Kathy, by the way, the, the website is powerlanguage.co.uk. That's the official Marissa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to be optimistic about this. The New York Times is is good with their subscriptions. I use them. You can sign up for free. I use it for um, recipes. They have a really good uh, it's cooking. It's a free subscription? It's a free sub. It's not a subscription. It's you can sign up for free. So they get your information to look at it and to belong to their newsletter. Um, so I'm just going to throw it out there. I think they will still let you do one a day, and then they will sell you an upgraded version that's al- that allows you to do multiples in a day. 
Hmm. That's we'll gonna be, that's my that's well, my prediction. optimistic prediction. Okay, um, because we're supporting newspapers and local media. I, I actually <laughs> like the once a day concept because yeah. you got to make it count. Yeah, you got to oh, make yeah. it count. And I have an app that allows you to do it as much as you want to to just play. Yeah, but I like the official. You can. This is oh, and, and it's got a countdown. Clock. It's the official it says, one. It says the next uh, puzzle will be available at midnight in your time zone. Is the your first guest just a complete guest? Complete guest. Out of complete guest. And. There's a linguistics, a couple of linguistics professors oh, really? that have recommended uh, words to start off with. Let me see. I had it here. With um, your best yeah, here we base go. words. So Wordle. Uh, yeah. So uh, TikTok user Linguistics Discovery has shared his personal recommendations as to what players should input as their first guess. So I always, whatever pops up in my head. Nerds. I use spear. I'll use cloud. I'll use... I, I, it depends on what I'm feeling. Ooh, is this going to be an O and a U right, word, yeah. maybe? Or uh-huh. one with a C or something in there? But I try to get too exotic with... You don't want to use a Q or an X or something like right. that because it's a very rare word that you use. I like a trade. Um, you know, I like to, to have words that have like a, a T, an E, an A. A D, an R. I, I try not to use a, a word that has S in it The uh, for my first guess. So he recommends irate should be one of your first guesses. Okay. There's another specialist that developed a code that produced the top ten best first guess words put into your, your <laughs> wordle. Yordle. <laughs> yordle. Uh, and they are later, followed by alter, alert, arose, and then irate. Followed by stare, arise, raise, learn, and renal. Renal. R E N A L. Wait, wait a second. R E N A L? Mm-hmm. Well, that, okay, so, but you got to pick a. Did you pick a five letter word? So, yeah, a five letter word. R E N A L. Okay. R E N A L. Yeah, that's five. My daughter, for the longest time, was using her first guess was adieu. Because it had four vowels in it, and she was able to, like, basically bang out all the vowels. And narrows it down. And narrows quick. it down. Okay. She, she has gotten away from that because I guess maybe it wasn't working for her. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, um, New York Times bought it. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Case okay, so i got to get a, a winner first before oh, we go yeah, to the yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I need to know, uh, it's National Dark Chocolate Day. What is this yeah, clip from? It's chocolate. That's chocolate. That's chocolate. All right. Let's see if Eric knows. Eric, can you name me the film, please? Oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry. I had you turn down. First of all, Eric, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Good. All right. What's what's the answer, please? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. 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 Hang on the line, bud. And we are going to set you up with a Primo Hoagies $50 gift card. And if you're hosting for the big game, don't order just any catering tray. Make it a Primo. Only Primo Hoagies are made with the highest quality Thuman's meats and cheeses. Uh, sliced fresh to order or served on Primo's award-winning seated rolls, baked fresh every single day. So congrats. All right. We have our next guest on, and it's fitting that it's <laughs> National Dark Chocolate Day. Yeah. Because we were talking about cookies yesterday. We were. And there's nothing like some dark chocolate in cookies to make them that extra special awesome. I agree. And Casey, did you say that he uh, was had had a, a relationship, was it yesterday, with, uh, with uh, Crumble? With Crumble cookies. Crumble cookies. Yeah, so Marissa okay. was one who let me know. He's uh, Officially, he's the ambassador for the Winwood location. I don't know if it goes beyond that. There are separate ambassadors? Yeah, I guess well, that's, so, that, that, that's the one I'm probably going to go to. Yeah. And he had one hell of a game last night. 31 points, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. So, uh, Sixers won last night. Please welcome from your 76ers, Mr. Tobias Harris. Hey! To the show. Uh, why did it not come up? There we go. Tobias, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? We're doing good, man. How you doing today? I'm doing well. I was just uh, 
uh, listening prior, so I, I have now some tips for Wordle. Do you? I'm stealing some tips from you guys. Do you? Do you have a regular word that you start with, or do you change it up every time? You know, it's funny. It's like I didn't know people use a consistent word over and over. It's, for me, it's just usually the first thing that that pops up in my head. That's the way. That's the way I play that, it. Yeah, that's five letters. Um, I was telling everybody. <laughs> On the word, I was like, if Wordle was a four-letter word game, I'd be so much better. You're <laughs> <laughs> well-versed yeah. in the four letters. Yeah. <laughs> nice, man. Well, listen, uh, uh, it's so funny. We were talking about this place, Crumble Cookies, yesterday. <laughs> I was not familiar with it, but these guys are all telling me, oh, yeah, dude, they stand in line. Like mm-hmm. like people line up around the block yeah, my, my to wife, get these cookies. My wife and daughters and a few of their friends were at your location, the, the Wynwood location, maybe a week and a half ago, uh, and they said they got there just in time. Uh, when they got there, they were able to get into the store, and then not... Five minutes later, there was a line going, you know, down the block. That's insane. Yeah. How did yeah. you get on board with these guys? So, uh, no, uh, first, Crumble Cookies is extremely fast-growing. Um, and once uh, I, I, t- I had my first box of cookies when we were actually in the NBA bubble. And from there, you know, I was like, I never heard of the franchise. And then I had a couple people on my team reach out and see if they were coming to the PA area. Yeah. And when I heard that they were bringing a location on the main line and, and to the crumble now that's in the Wynwood shopping plaza, I just try to work some, work some magic to, to be involved in some type of way. And, you know, we came to a conclusion on being a brand ambassador and it's awesome because, you know, one, I do personally believe it's the best cookie <laughs> in the world. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, it's an extremely big cookie. Um, but the thing I love about it is every week there's four different four different cookies um, that come to the menu. So it's an ongoing thing. And for me, I just like to come in every single week and try mm-hmm. and be a part of it. And to now, like the the Crumble Winwood one, I'm I, I I'm a regular, so I go there all the time. And I'm actually going to try to go there today and actually make some cookies. Ooh, oh, listen, how, how to make some cookies? Today. Okay. Cookies are an ultimate joy. Uh, my, my my absolute uh, my weakness is a, is a good chocolate chip cookie. These and you're right. These these are not these are like mini pies. They're so big. Uh, and uh, listen, congratulations to you because you got in. It's now all the rage. I've heard a couple of people just passing in passing mention crumble. So you you know this is this is just taken off like a shot. Yeah, it's the real deal. I think uh, you know there's always this this hype around it through uh, TikTok and through through young kids, and that was really what what pulled me into it because I saw the hype buzz around it. And when I knew they were coming to to, uh, to Philadelphia, I was like, I have to somehow, some way, get <laughs> get my hands in on this a little bit. And uh, it, it's fun because I, I actually get to see the uh, the families who come in every single day and their excitement to walk out of the store with a pink box. Mm. And then I also get to see like the operations going on in the back of the store with everyone, how much time it takes making the cookies, ingredients, everything. So I get to see a little bit of the best of both worlds. And, um, you know, outside of that, I, my, my team, my teammates, uh, you know, in particular, they're always like, Tobias, send me a box of cookies. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. Well, what, Tobias, what is what is your 
cookie of choice. If you uh, had to narrow down to the one cookie that rises above all of them, what is that one? So the, the one cookie I had was actually the second time I had crumble. It was a strawberry Pop-Tart cookie. And we had just uh, we had just finished playing a game. It was last year, and we played uh, Utah. So Tony Bradley had brought a box on a plane, and I had that cookie, and I remember telling Tyrese, I was like, yo, this is the greatest cookie I've ever had in my life. And, from, you know, and, and so, like, that was one of the flavors that actually changes, changes out. So they haven't had it. Uh, since it hasn't came back yet. So I'm waiting to the day that that strawberry Pop-Tart cookie comes back on the menu, and I would be the first one in line to grab as many as I can and just hold them. Don't you... Don't, I assume you have enough pull to maybe make yeah, it yeah. a perennial on the menu, right? right? I, I, I'm trying. I mean, first the, first the pull was, hey, where's, you know, where Pennsylvania do you think is one of the best locations to Philadelphia, and I was like, you got to take it to the main line, you know, in Winwood area, right? Right. So then now my, the next pull, the next pull I tried to, when they ask, hey, if we bring up a new location, where do you think we should go? I give, like, advice there, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm in, like, the background of it, but that's part of being, like, the brand ambassador is figuring out how we can reach the most amount of people to hear about crumble because it's a new franchise but the kids love it the kids enjoy it they you know it's just one of those fridays and saturdays from what i'm hearing it's like the hangout spot so it's awesome to see all that come well that's great i have to say thank you because if you have anything to do with the location being built in broomall i have to thank you because that's just right around the corner from my house and it's it's being built as we speak and it should be opening soon so hey i wanted to ask you about uh does boban like the crumble cookie so Bobon's, uh I don't know if he's had crumble yet, but I know he 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 wrote me one day because he saw my story and I had the <laughs> box of crumble, and he says, "Brate, when I come to Philly, I need a box." And I said, "I got you. When you come to Philly and we play you guys, you have a box in your hotel room." I I, I imagine that uh, super large, very rich cookies are a part of any major athlete's training regimen, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's like. Uh, uh, after a win like yesterday, yeah. I can have a treat. You know <laughs> yes. So yeah, the yeah. more wins, the more treats. So you know, it just it just calls for a little extra cardio in the morning. <laughs> so that's about it. Now, does does Tyrese get a little uh, uh, extra gift for scoring the most last night? You give him a special cookie. It's funny you say that because I was just going. He well, actually, he's going to text me today saying. Hey, T, what are the flavors this week? And I'm going to send it over. Yeah. And then I'm going to end up sending him a delivery for a box of crumble today. Uh, can, you, can, can, you send, can you send deliveries? Can you, in other words, are there... Uh, well, you could probably DoorDash it. You know, I don't know if crumble yeah. themselves actually right. deliver, but if you, you could do a DoorDash or something like that, and, okay. you know, yeah. that would work. You could do that. So you could, uh, on, the, on the Crumble app, you can you can do delivery. Obviously, it's a, a distance of where you're at, but sure. more times than not for, for Tyrese, I, I get a delivery, or I just have some, like, drop it off for So, <laughs> so speaking of treats, um, you know, we, we had the um, I, I, the privilege to meet and interview Tyrese last year uh, in November, because we, we do our, our um, year, yearly food drive, and it's always in the, the shadows of the Wells Fargo Center. So he came by before a game. And I, we got to sit down and talk with him in what a, just a, a nice, neat, young individual. And, you know, for you as a, um, as a veteran at this point, um, you know, how great is that to see this young 
guy come up with such a, a great head on his shoulders? Like, how, how much of a treat is that to, to, to work with and play with a guy like that? Uh, it's awesome. I mean, he's like, he's a, he's just a person full of joy. I mean, every day comes in positive attitude, smile on his face. He loves playing basketball, loves to hoop and, and just be around great people. I mean, I remember last year, obviously, you know, he wasn't getting that much playing time. And I was just telling him, like, you just got to be patient. Your time is going to come. You keep working day in, day out. Um, just giving, like, a rookie that's into the lead, that type of advice, I think is vital because when I had that advice, it helped me as a player mm-hmm. to just be able to push through. But to see where he's at now, just the the role that he's had to take on this year, you know, I started point guard and, and just rolling with it. Like, he's doing an amazing job. And, and you couldn't be any happier for for a person for real. Yeah, I mean, he's fun to watch. The whole team is, Tobias, and, and uh, you know, I'm wondering, like, when you go to a game last night where you know Joel's not going to play, and you find that out ahead of time, um, then everybody else starts to step up. You do, and, and uh, George Niang, and, and Andre Drummond, and, and Tyrese, of course. Is that a better mindset, knowing well in advance that it's a, a rest day for Joel, and that way you guys can prepare uh, properly? Well, you know, like, when Joel's not playing, it's not a great day, because yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> But uh, at the same time, I mean, knowing in shoot around that 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 was the circumstance, and uh, this is what it is. We knew as a group that we were going to have to really pull everything together, and uh, that was just our mentality: being physical out there and uh, having games like that. It, it calls for other guys to step up and be aggressive. You know, Isaiah Joe coming in the game, making big plays in the first half for us. Those are those are things that don't go uncounted for. So. All those things just helped us out as a whole. And that's that's what the greatest teams do. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they do, man. They they, they step it up. Uh, they fill in the gaps. Uh, they do what needs to be done. And then when everything's back full force, uh, you can, you know. Dominate. You can just let it, let it happen. Yeah. And, and, I mean, you just trust your training and all that. Um, and your cookies. And your cookies. <laughs> hey, I, you know, and, and honestly, like, and I'm a season ticket holder and, you know, I follow the NBA, but I just... I guess I don't follow the West Coast as as much I, as I follow the East Coast. I had no idea how good of a team Memphis was. I mean, I know that they have Jay, yeah. but uh, and he's a fun player to watch. And and you obviously you're you're laser focused during the game. But do you ever just sit back as you're you know playing against an opponent and go, damn that guy's good? Yeah, uh, you know you hear about the season season he's been having all year, and then you know when we were out there playing, I was like. Wow, like this kid is this kid is really good. I mean, you you see all the stuff. We, you know, I watch a bunch of NBA games, so I've, I've watched them a bunch of times. But yesterday, up up front, like the way that he can get the spots on the floor and the way that he can finish, it, it's pretty spectacular. Like he's floating in the air at times. <laughs> and the only other person that I've seen that from was like similar to was the guy like with Derrick Rose. And uh, the, the athletic ability that he has mm. is comparable to that for sure. I mean, mm. we're really lucky to live in, in these times, Tobias, because we have athletes like Tom Brady and LeBron James and, you know, really like the actual goats, you know, these guys that are just the most incredible athletes to ever play the sport. And you're you're playing with one. I mean, you know, <laughs> you're a great athlete. And then you're playing with a guy like Joel Embiid, who is a perennial MVP. And I, I'm, I don't know if you get tired of talking about 
uh, how great he is, but he just he's coming off such an awesome month. Uh, and you know, from your perspective, what is it like playing with a guy like Joel who can be as dominant as he as he's been lately? It's great. I mean, he's just uh, like like you said, he's extremely dominant as a player. Um, you just see the evolution of his game. I mean, last year, he, he, you know, it's hard to say he's playing like so much better than last year because last year he was at that level as well. But the continued progression uh, of dominance you're seeing from the start of last year even into now, it, it's it's spectacular for what he's doing on the floor, how he's doing it. And, um, you know, I've, I always say this, but you, you see the fear in the defender's eyes when they have to guard him. Like, you really do. And he's embracing it, man. Like, in my opinion, it's the MVP. So we, we just got to keep winning games and doing what we need to do as a team to uh, further further that notion so everybody around the world knows. What flavor cookie would you say Joel <laughs> is on the team? Oh, man. That that's a tough one. I can't. <laughs> well, that's that's a special cookie. Like you gotta make a cookie and have three letters on it. And <laughs> you know? I tell you, I, my, saw, my, I saw. I'm sorry. On the on the website, <laughs> I, I saw of, of the Crumble website. I saw there was a little video of the uh, what was that? The banana cream. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Have you had that's, that one? I haven't had I haven't had this week's cookie. Okay, but, uh, <laughs> that, that's the banana cream pie with like the vanilla wafer on top. Yes, yeah, that, so, I've heard that. I've heard that's the one this so, week, and so, the ruby chocolate chip. Okay, okay, that's the one I want to have because oh, listen, and the, the Oreo <laughs> one looks good. I've not had them yet, so and, and I will be taking a foray in, into yes. into this realm. One thing I wanted to add also about the way you guys are playing and, and the way the team is. Uh, you, you guys are all very personable, and you know anyone we encounter, a, a genuine zeal and love of the sport. And as as people, you know, in the city, that's such a good place to be at to have, you know, because obviously you can have talent to have someone who's you know reprehensible or a little bit, you know, just not fan friendly. And and you you guys are are are, are playing at the top of your games and um, are, are still. Reaching out and making damn cookies for Christ's sake. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's yeah. really nice. Thank you. And, you know, we, that, that, that's part of it. I think that's part of, like, the whole uh, experience of, of being a uh, a fan, but at the same time supporting your team, supporting your city, supporting uh, all things that are going on. Because at the end of the day, we also know, like, it's bigger than basketball. Uh, guys are human at the same time. So we, we just treat treat each other. Uh, all around that same type of way with that with that same love, and you know it goes a long way. I love Great, it. I love it. Listen, Tobias. All right, man. Continued success. Uh, thanks for all the excitement on the court. Thanks for all the yummy stuff and being the ambassador <laughs> for the Crumbles yeah. cookies. And uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you again sometime soon. All right, man. All right. You know it. Y'all have a great day. You too. Thank you. All right. Tobias Harris, man. Wow. It's so uh, funny. We could talk to him about cookies and basketball all day. Yeah. <laughs> and go back and forth right? between it all. Yeah. It's okay. funny how often we do end up, listen, food is something that just, and people, they love it. it, it, it and one Good level, food. Yes. You know, it's. Garbage food. It's fun junk to talk food. about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. All right. Uh, I, are we skipping and coming back and doing the Bizarre File? Or are yeah. We doing it here? We have to do yeah, that? yeah, yeah. We'll come back with the b Okay, so yep. we'll get to that in uh, just a moment. So hang in there. We will return shortly i guess we're going to do the b file and oh you know the b file break is next right yes, yes, oh my god is. we went really long we'll be back in a moment <laughs> stay with us <laughs>
93.3 WMMR presents Gifts from the Holy Ghost Tour. Dorothy performing live at the new Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia, Sunday, April 10th. Listen to Jackson and the Preston and Steve show all this week to win your way in. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. Click concerts at WMMR.com for pre-sale info and another chance to win for MMR VIPs. Dorothy plus special guests April 10th at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So I guess Tom Brady uh, retired. I guess. Uh, yeah, he okay. made it official. Well, he doesn't, oh, he while I'm reading the statement, it doesn't say I retired or I'm no, through. It's, I guess it's, he, he kind of he, he throws a lot of language out there, but none of it says officially I am done. Well, wasn't the feeling that he, he needed to get to a, a certain date uh, to be guaranteed something like $15 million? Oh, really? In the know. contract, so... There was premature reporting, and people got out. They they wanted to get out in front of it just to get out in front of it. There's a guy named Adam Schefter who uh, reported it before anybody else, and he probably should have waited a couple of days. Um, and he didn't, and so now Tom is making it official. Okay, because I'm reading this, and I had to hand it to Casey. I'm like, is he quit or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you read this for me, please? The one uh, There's one sentence in there. I'm like, okay, that sounds like he's retired. Uh, I'll read it for you. My playing career has been such a thrilling ride and far beyond my imagination, full of ups and downs. When you're in that every day, you don't really think about any kind of ending. As I sit here now, however, I think of all the great players and coaches I was privileged to play with and against. The competition was fierce and deep, just how we like it. He put that in caps. Mm. Uh, but the friendships and relationships are just as fierce and deep, and I will remember and cherish these memories and revisit them often. I feel like the luckiest person in the world. I've resigned for 10 more years. Uh, the, f- <laughs> 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 the future is exciting. I'm fortunate to have co-founded incredible companies like blah, 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 blah. He just put their... Uh, Crumble. Well, he put, <laughs> he put their, uh, their, their accounts, and I, I don't know what... Autograph.io. Those are his company. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah, but yeah. it's like uh, TV hey. 12 sports. Anyway. Uh, hot, hot hike. Uh, that I'm excited to continue to help build and grow, but exactly what my days will look like will be a work in progress. As I said earlier, I'm going to take it day by day. I know for sure I want to spend a lot of time giving to others and trying to enrich other people's lives, just as so many have done for me with much love, appreciation, gratitude, Tom. So there you go. So I guess that means he's done. Well, the comments, well, the comments all are saying congratulations. The yeah, they're it all does. Saying, but I mean, yeah. come on, give mm-hmm. give me a. Well, I have officially I retired. Quit. I quit. But they're, they're saying that, it. that it was prematurely announced, and that basically he wanted to announce it, and so now he's. Is this just, his way of going? You stole my thunder. Maybe. D-bags. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, it right. happens, and he's he's he's, right. he's got his eyes on uh, the Supreme Court. He wants to be a trustee. Why not? Why not? He gets right. a fifteen million dollar bonus on Friday. So I guess like if the words I officially retired. Tire, maybe that has something to do with it. I, like it you seems were saying, to be, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't put out a, a statement like this without it actually meaning what. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. You he's, know, he's done. So. Yeah. All right, I was just we uh, wet, we wet. <laughs> I should have ended it with yes. that. Sign it out. We wet. Mm-hmm. Or menstrual cup. Yeah, at the end there. Yeah. Or roasted. Yeah, a cup roasted. <laughs> It could have gone with all kinds all of things. Yeah, yeah. Didn't consult us. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we need to do the Bizarre File. We're going to do it now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Uh, if you're ring shopping this Valentine's Day, visit Family and Company Jewelers on Route 70. What does it say? Somebody spelled Root R-O-O-T. 
on Route 70 in Marlton, New Jersey. Online wow. at FamilyJewelers.com, South Jersey's diamond destination. Okay. Who's the copyright? I yeah. don't know. That's not them. It's not. It's it's somebody around here that did Route that. Route 70. All right. Uh, a couple of months ago, a millionaire made headlines with some Fast and Furious worthy footage that showed him driving his Bugatti. On a, a highway in Germany. Yes. It's a Bugatti Chiron at 259 miles an hour. I saw this footage. Yeah. It's insane. Even there, it's insane. Uh, yeah. You, well, think about it. A stock car is doing about 160, yeah. you know, under 200 miles an hour. Or roughly at <laughs> 259 miles an hour. Uh, he posted video evidence on social media, and now prosecutors are investigating the case. Even though he did not break any law, uh, he could now face uh, some jail time for what they say is an illegal race. Radim Passer is his name, who is a Czech millionaire with an estimated net worth of over $300 million, owns a Bugatti Chiron. Uh, he decided to push it to its limits on a German autobahn between Berlin and Hanover a couple of months ago. Uh, he had already tried a similar stunt before with his Bugatti Veyron six years ago, but this one is faster. Uh, it's got an 8.0 W16 engine, which delivers 1,479 horsepower and a maximum torque of 1,180 pounds per foot. With figures like these, it can accelerate from 0 to 60 in less than 2.3 seconds, and it maxes out at 261 miles per hour. So we're seeing him at 260, and this Prius will knock it out of his way. Uh, <laughs> Redeem Passer shared the video on his YouTube channel where he has seen whizzing past other drivers on the highway. But despite the fact that uh, German highways are known to include sectors with no speed limits, he received a lot of backlash. Furthermore, the German government publicly criticized him, and he uh, replied to those claims, revealing that he made the video at 4.50 a.m. on Sunday, on a Sunday, when there were 10 cars per 10 kilometers, meaning one car per kilometer. Uh, he had good visibility uh, and three to four kilometers ahead and enough time to react. And still doing 260 <laughs> miles Come on. Hour, man. Is, one little thing goes wrong and you're yep. dust. Uh, he could face up to two years in prison and a hefty fine uh, might be on the way as well. Mm. Uh, this is tragic and weird. Uh, two Florida sheriff's deputies who were in a romantic relationship were found dead of an apparent murder-suicide while they were traveling with other co-workers on vacation. Oh, man. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said Detective Daniel Layden was heard arguing with his other with another deputy on Saturday night just before gunshots rang out in a rental home. Both were found with fatal wounds. Leiden's appeared to be self-inflicted. It's horrible. Uh, the victim has not been publicly identified, but officials said they were assigned to a uniform patrol unit. Uh, Leiden had worked in the criminal investigation unit, so uh, that's just messed up that that happened on a vacation. And two police officers, and this is terrible. A Southern California couple... Uh, this is a terrible too. Rented an Airbnb house in Sonoma, and they allegedly checked out, and they left with a neighbor's cat. They took it with them. You can't do that. Resident Troy Farrell said, "I want my kid back. I want my friend back. She's my friend." Uh, he said that he misses the cat Nubbins every day. Aww. He said, "I go outside stressed out Nubbins. and burnt out, and she'd just come running and sit on my lap. She's like my support cat, and they stole her." Farrell says a Long Beach couple had rented an Airbnb two doors down from his home in October. When they left, he said that they took the outdoor cat with them. Uh, Farrell was out of town at that time. When he returned, a veterinarian had called him after scanning Nubbins' microchip. Mm-hmm. He's like, Nubbins is in Long Beach? Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't walk to Long Beach, nor did she hitch a ride. You know what I mean? How He's on, a cat. How on earth is she in Long Beach, uh, asked Farrell. 
Uh, the Long Beach couple apparently took the cat in for a health check. The vet returned the cat to the couple and asked him to contact Farrell, who said he saw the microchip, yeah. contact this guy, and they didn't contact Son- him. That's, what a dick move. He filed a pet napping report with the Sonoma County Sheriff's Department. The clinic that contacted Farrell said that they fully co- co-cooperated with the Sheriff's Department. An investigator told Farrell they moved, they forwarded the case to the district attorney's office, and three months later, he's still waiting for Nubbins to be returned. Oh. Nubbins, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a cat. He said he won't give up. Nubbins, yeah. Uh, he said if law enforcement won't act, then he may hire an attorney and yeah. an investigator to get his cat back. You yes, go get his of, cat. That is a bunch of crap. Absolutely. All right. Uh, bone-chilling ice figures in the shape of the Grim Reaper appeared outside a Canadian man's lakefront home earlier this month. Dude, these things are terrifying. They, they, oh, really? And they happened naturally. Yes, oh, be- really? because yes. of the, 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 the storm and the icing. That You've seen shots like this over the years where the, the wind just kind of creates these bizarre... Right. Structures, or, or they almost look like statues. The story grew more unsettling when Ben Tucci of Dunville, Ontario, showed pictures of the ghastly ice formations to his daughter. She told her dad that it looked like two spirits who have been haunting her dreams. <laughs> the wraith-like figures of twisted ice appear gaunt and hunched, covered over with long shawls or cloaks around their shoulders. Tucci said, my initial reaction was one of awe. I couldn't believe my eyes. On the first formation, I thought, uh, this is Jack Frost or Old Man Winter, Father Christmas, or perhaps even the Grim Reaper. He said, my immediate reaction to the dejected-looking figure was of an eerie-looking woman or sea hag of sorts. Yes, yeah. Leaving the property almost as if to be walking away from Jack Frost. Where are you going? And the images have uh, caused a sensation on social media. Case, look at this. Yeah, oh my God. Uh, Tucci said there's a rational explanation for the ghostly figures. They were formed when Frigid Lake Erie waves blew into a neighbor's yard and quickly froze around his lamp post. Uh-huh. So that's what is the base of it. <laughs> it looks they, they, they look scary as hell. Uh, so if you want to see those, you can do a quick search online and find them. Uh, and then we'll do one last story and wrap it up. Can't end on that one because it's a too much of a downer. Let's go with this one. All right. The Lincoln, uh, Nebraska Police Department is investigating a rash of thefts where a group of men are stealing sewing machines from a craft store. No! Yes, like regularly. Are they using them? On Wednesday, two men went into the Joanne Fabrics office and walked to where the sewing machines were displayed. Uh, the men were approached by an employee, left, and returned roughly 30 minutes later. Officers said the two men each selected a uh, Janome sewing machine valued at $700 and walked toward the register. Uh, the men walked past the register, entered a white Chevy SUV, and left without paying for the sewing machines. The two men with similar descriptions have committed similar thefts at the same store on four prior occasions in the past year. So for whatever reason... Must be a quilting bee or something. The, uh, the sewing machines are their thing. <laughs> um, officers said that they've spoken with store employees, examined surveillance video, and the suspects have not been identified at this time. Anyone with information is asked to call police. It's crazy. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll roll out the lesson question. See if you know the answer to that, my friend. Trash and music news coming up, too. Stay put. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. 
Acme Markets is making your grocery shopping and saving easier than ever. Download the Acme app today to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks. Use it to view the weekly ad, clip digital coupons, redeem rewards, and to shop any way you want. In-store, delivery, or drive up and go. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver it right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, lesson question time. We have a pair of three-day tickets for the 24th Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival to give away for the correct answer to this question. And I think we will... Oh, man, there's so many good ones here today. Uh, who endorses the menstrual cup that Kathy is thinking about buying? There we go. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Who endorses the menstrual cup that Kathy is thinking about buying? If you were listening, you know, you should call right now, and I think you do. 215-263-WMMR. We'll do this while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, and let's get right into it. Steve, what do you have for us today, sir? Well, Adele's Las Vegas residency could cost Caesars Palace $150 million if she ends up canceling it. Convinced that Adele's recent weight loss has made her difficult to work with, Caesars has instructed turndown service to replace her pillow mints with canned hams. Oh, my God. Steven Soderbergh will be returning to direct the upcoming third and final Magic Mike movie. Soderbergh says the final installment will answer all the questions the first two never asked. (laughs) And finally, Janet Jackson addressing the molestation allegations against her brother Michael in a new A&E biography saying he didn't have that in him. Janet blames the press, saying they never understood the innocence of his favorite game, Look at My Anus. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trend. By the way, speaking of Janet Jackson, Alex Holly of Fox 29 of uh, Good Day Philadelphia has posted this. I guess it's an older video because it yeah. was done when it was warm outside, but she is... She does a Janet Jackson from the music video Scream impression. That is badass. It looks really good. She looks great. She is so much fun. Uh, If you get a chance, check out the vid. It's it's hilarious. And she's really pulling off this Janet look, man. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to today's lesson question. Who endorses the menstrual cup that Kathy is thinking about trying? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Billy. And see if we get the answer. Uh, hey, Billy. Good morning. Good morning, it. All right, Billy. Who endorses? Oh, Billy. Who endorses the uh, menstrual cup? That's Joe Willie Namath. Joe Namath. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, Billy. You just got yourself a pair of three-day tickets for the 24th annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival, February 25th through the 27th, the Pennsylvania Convention Center. Get tattooed on site by 1,500 of the world's best tattoo artists and tickets and information at VillainArts.com. That's VillainArts.com. Before we go to music news, I want to do the last uh, clip for Dark Chocolate Day. So this is, uh, Marissa, did did we come up with a name for this contest on that day or something like that? I don't know, whatever. So anyhow, (laughs) these these little national day observances that kind of come and go and don't really mean anything. How about day day? We're gonna, day day. Uh, it is. Uh, we're going to turn it into something, and we're going to give stuff away. So, if you can answer, and today is National Dark Chocolate Day, what movie this is from? Rock 
Chocolate. Two one five two six three WMMR. We have a fifty dollars pr- uh, Primo Hoagies gift card to give away. I'll play it again for you. Chocolate. <laughs> All right, call now if you know the answer. Preston and Steve's Music View on 93.3 WMMR. Zappa, zappa cool, man. All right, it's brought to you by WMMR and Preston and Steve logo winter hats. Another cool item you can get in the MMR Rock Shop. You can pick one up today for you or as a gift. WMMR.com and use the keyword shop. Uh, Nick, you did brought me up to speed on a concert announcement that was just released, I believe, correct? Yes, sir. Dave Matthews' band is coming back to town. All right. Woo! DMB will and... be performing at, uh, well, it used to be the V&T Pavilion. Now it's the Waterfront, Camden Waterfront. Yes. Entertainment. In Camden. Thingy dingy. At the shed. And uh, so that is uh, July 15th and July 16th. And, uh, you know, the tour has been thrown into disarray over the last couple of years because of pandemic and whatever else. Uh, so it'll be nice having them back to town. They're also going to be in uh, Holmdale. Uh, which I, used to be called the Garden State Art Center. Now it's the, uh, also a bank building, I think. But that's on June 29th. Uh, but in Camden, July 15th and 16th. Any, Dave's excited. He is very excited. Any ticket sale information that you know of? Not yet. Okay. That's, this is at the large venue adjacent to the river? Uh, that is what. Yes. Okay. We just don't know when tickets go on sale. So uh, Marissa held up a note. Hang on a second. Marissa? I just knew that it's called now the Waterfront Music Pavilion. Waterfront, Waterfront Music Pavilion. Pavilion. All right, cool. Uh, and that's you. A, a Friday and Saturday show. So oh, that's cool. a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, Weezer's lead singer, Rivers Cuomo, uh, will house thousands of Weezer demos on a new streaming platform that he built. Uh, the app is called Weezify, and it is available on the Apple Store. And to through, be Russian There we go. <laughs> and through Google Play as well. I was hoping. <laughs> they need to do that. Russia yeah. needs to do that. Uh, NME.com reports these songs were originally released in 2020 as part of Cuomo's web programming class. And they are now available to buy in ERA bundles. ERA. ERA. <laughs> uh, ranging from Cuomo's pre-Weezer pre-Weezer music up through the 2017. Did someone asked for a wizard? <laughs> Jesus. I'm a fan of Weezer myself. I look forward to streaming thousands of heretofore unheard audio files. <laughs> These are the uh, pre-wizard uh, clips that he has. Uh, so it's a the lovely day in the fire is depressing. <laughs> the description for Weezify reads a Spotify-like player for all of Rizzer. With now you got Rizzo. I got Rizzo. I've cast a spell on you, Rizzo. One, two, three. All right. <laughs> Just me. Oh, that Rizzo. Rizzo has a bun in the oven. I was thinking Rizzo from Greece, but I like this Rizzo it's better. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one better. You're not serious about having a baby, Kanicki. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fight you. <laughs> Get away from me. A Spotify-like player for all He's of... Pushing Kanicki away. Rivers Cuomo's demos, 1975-2017, close to 3,500 demos, followed uh, follow a curated playlist, create playlist of your favorites, and he said, I made this app myself. Cool. It took me all of 2021 to make it. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and uh, the band has been working on a project called Seasons, which is comprised of four albums. But right now, this is what uh, he's got for you. I wonder how Van... I'm sorry, Van Weezer did. Yeah, good yeah. question. Not sure. 
On Thursday, Corn will live stream a live show called Requiem Mass beginning at 8 p.m. Pacific time on their YouTube channel. The performance will stream from the Hollywood United Methodist Church in Los Angeles, California. A limited number of tickets to attend the show in person will be made available at Amoeba Music's Hollywood, California location on a first-come, first-served basis. Uh, Requiem Corn's 14th studio album will be released on Friday. Thank you. That's the new single. Uh, and then one, because they're in a church. One final story. Listen to this. Machine Gun Kelly has decided to change the name of his forthcoming album, even though he and Travis Parker got inked with the original name of the LP back in August. Why would you do year. that? Mm-hmm. Screwing up the tattoos. The bloody Valentine singer broke the news to Barker that he has grown tired of the name, which is Born with Horns. And he uh, noted noted to him on social media on Monday, Kelly asked the drummer in a video, we're friends no matter what, right? Before revealing that the new title is called Mainstream Sellout. I heard they had flirted with Don't Be Afraid of Your Theo. Okay, <laughs> Don't Be Afraid of Your Theo. Uh, but Born With Horns was initially it, and that's what they have tattooed on uh, them. That's that's goofy. And now he's changed it. Don't be afraid of your freedom. Don't be afraid of your theater. And that's what I have in music news for you. Look friend. at them standing side by Mendes, Machine Gun Kelly's rocking a Kurt Cobain thing here. Yeah, in this particular photo. Yeah. He looks a lot like Kurt. You're right. All right, National Dark Chocolate Day. Do you know what clip this movie is from? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Seahorses forever. Seahorses for life. All right, Chris. Seahorses forever. What movie is that from? I believe that is Frozen. And I believe you're correct, sir. Is that the scissoring scene? Hang on just a second, Chris. And we're going to give you, sir, a $50 gift card uh, to Primo Hoagies. Don't settle for an average catering tray for your big game party. Make it Primo. You can order in advance and online at PrimoHoagies.com. It is not just a hoagie. It is a Primo. Thank you to our buddy Jay at the Ardmore Primo Primo store for uh, sending us uh, some goods for lunch today. We appreciate that. One final break to take. Let's do that now. Come back in a second. We'll wrap the show with the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Savings are in bloom at Acme. Get four times reward points with your Acme for You app. Look for the specially marked tags on participating items throughout the store and redeem your Acme rewards for free grocery items. Or save up to a dollar per gallon on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Look for your savings and boom bonus reward points only at Acme. Now and now through April 28th. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. Download the Acme app or visit acmemarkets.com for more details. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's 1040, and uh, we're getting ready to wrap up our program uh, today. A thoroughly enjoyable program. And you know what? Um, We're not done giving stuff away because today is Tattoo Day. And so we'll get a winner here in just a moment if you didn't uh, uh, hear whether or not there was a winner. Well, there indeed was not. And uh, do we have one? Yeah, right here. Oh, man, I didn't even realize that piece of paper was right there. All right, we want to congratulate Karen Porini of Westchester. 
Karen got herself a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing to receive a Preston and Steve Show-themed tattoo. And Tattoos Day is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. And for artwork samples, you want to visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram, and their handle is at Floating World Tattoos. They do amazing work. We should attempt to make a real deal estimation of the amount of tattooees. Yep. Who oh, have gotten Preston and Steve since the beginning of this. Yeah. It seems like forever ago. And uh, where we stand. One of my favorite things from last year was I was uh, playing golf. My buddy Jim and I were playing golf, and we got hooked yeah. up with these other two guys. It happens when you're twosome, and they want to make four, so right. they, they put two other guys with you. And we're playing most of the way through this round. And the guy who we were playing with leans and goes, by the way, I have a Preston and Steve tattoo on my ass. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. So, uh, yes, thank you for your continued support. We do appreciate that. And thank you to our guest, Nims Puria. Yeah. Naples Mountaineer Netflix documentary about him called 14 Peaks, Nothing is Impossible, where he has climbed the 14 tallest peaks in the world in record time, he did it in less than three months, and the person who six, did it... It was about six months. Was it six he, months? Yeah, yeah, so he wanted to do it in about seven months. He did it ah, in, Yeah, amazing. Okay, well, the guy who did it for him took 16 years to do it. 16 yeah. years. So that's the difference in uh, how what a go-getter he is. So, But he was a super nice guy, and so was Tobias Harris. Tobias! Official... Uh, ambassador of Crumble Cookies. And he is into it. He's big time into it. Completely into it. And he scored 31 points last night in the Sixers victory. Uh, Joel Embiid wasn't playing last night. The gang stepped it up. Cookie man. He was one of them. And uh, he was super cool, man. So I hope we have just, uh, I hope we're best friends now. (laughs) Absolutely. All of us. So we can ask him for boxes. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Uh, And thank you to Primo Hoagies for uh, bringing us here this morning. Thank you so much. All right. uh, We need to do the letter of the day, and Casey's going to handle that. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... I, as in icing. Alright, I uh. is the letter, and we're going to give away a pair of new handgun training packages from King Shooter Supply and King of Prussia, one for you and one for a guest. The session includes classroom instruction covering fundamental training and safety, uh, safe handling and firearm familiarization. Then range time with an instructor, 50 rounds of range ammunition, and handgun rental. And the package also includes an additional hour of range time for each. It is a $500 total value, and we will give that away on Friday. So get yourself set for that. Uh, we have sponsors we would like to thank uh. as well. The President and Steve Show, as always, brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. And by Acme. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details tomorrow on our program. Uh, Fox Good Day. So we will spend some time with those guys. Uh, we'll have a secret text word and comedian Tony Roberts will be joining us as well. And thanks again to Newman University. Yes. And uh, and our engineering staff for hooking up this new cool uh, Zoom system that we have, which will just be a better experience for everybody. It's going to be great. Uh, that is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Everybody, it's good to have you on the map. Bop, 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 bop,